Jackass and the Batman. That's the only thing that I can think of that I've seen. See, the thing is, it's been so long since we watched Jackass that I can barely remember it. Do you remember wee bits? Is that an indictment of the film? No, it's just I'm um, shite. Uh, I, I watched it, but it's <coughs> the only thing I could be like, it is a Jackass movie. It's clearly the weakest Jackass movie. It looks as if it's a pass of the torch, but all the new guys aren't very likeable. Mm, I disagree with that. Also, oh, you can't remember things now, right? I think they were all alright. No, they were just. It was just like none of them were like the personalities that of the original. It's like none of them kind of stood out. Whereas in the original Jackass, they were they all kind of stood out in their own way. I think I fell off after the second one. The third one still. I think good. that was my kind of point of going. <coughs> and then kind of think that's more sad than funny. We are clearly already in podcast mode. This is Raptor from the Kitchen. It's the sixteenth of March, twenty twenty two. I'm joined by. Tommy Vass, Ew. Neil McCulloch, Ew. and Danny Matthews, no. and they apparently, like collectively, we didn't think much of Jackass, I enjoyed it, me and you watched it together Danny, and they, we laughed quite a fair bit, or I laughed quite a lot, but like, I feel like, I mean, it, it's been, how long ago was that we watched that, when was it in the cinema? A month, a month ago, so was that only a month, it feels like it was fucking ages ago man. Everything feels like fucking ages ago. <laughs> still time has no meaning anymore. Time has no meaning anymore. See, the thing is, though, like you were saying, it, you know, it's, it was kind of sad. I, I didn't find this sad, but it was just like, oh, mine, that's all. No, now they actually are in the back end ambulance because they're old and uh, they can't yeah, do this yeah. shit. Like, that, that isn't the stuff I had the, the problem with. Like, it was more in, in between, like, all the good, kind of good sketches, the bits that kind of fell flat were more just like it felt like a frat party. Uh, in a way that just Disney, Disney plays well I believe in 2022 it just kind of seems to be like, like I don't know man it just didn't, well, it just didn't it, play as well again, like, I still enjoyed it though but again like the, the new guys they got on I think all of them had like jackass tattoos so it's yeah, clearly they were uh, just like very big fanboys uh, that yeah. got the opportunity and all the like wee cameos from loads of celebrities I mean jackass always had that but they, they kind of go overboard with it in this one I thought I do think like it also like lingered too much on their reactions to stuff yeah. like but it always kind of felt forced it never really yeah. felt like it was an actual genuine yeah. right. even yeah. when, is that, like, is that, when Preston shit himself it wasn't like oh my god that just happened it felt like it was scripted is that maybe trying to keep up with the times and reaction videos being such a big thing on the YouTube maybe I don't know Which I is, just think like overall like it was still really enjoyable but it's just like parts of it had kind of dated in ways that like I didn't really like and in other bits of it like they seemed to like rely so much on stuff to do with animals and I never really felt good about any of that stuff like a like all this the stuff with the vulture and the tarantulas and all that stuff was always oh kind of, fuck what always, was it was always it, the, was like it the lassie that the snake bit her in the face no it was scorpion. a scorpion a scorpion Jesus Christ scorpion botox but there was another one was there not one in this one a snake was like biting a guy aye, aye, aye. that was the, the main challenge uh, the snake bites poopies in the face yeah uh, and then there's a tarantula biting somebody in the nipple was there uh, any one of the sketches that you kind of were like oh like the way you were when loads, you to, loads when of you, them when you had to like the, the, I remember watching the second well, one where he drank the horse juice right, and you were proper fucking like right, gagging man it's horrible like they do it again in this one like uh, I mean spoilers I guess for Jackass but like it's been out for uh, a month Chris Pointus <laughs> just fucking picks up a jar of pig cum and just downs it and he just, just says like a sassy line or something. He happens. says like a, a prefer pig to horse. It's just, like, it's just rank. It's yeah, so rank. Do you not then, then kind of see my point about where it's like 
Here's Chris Pontius has been doing this for what, 25 years? Uh, and that's all he really does. He's never really had much of a career doing much else. And he's, so ra- it's like, oh, <laughs> and he's so, raking it in. Yeah, he's raking it in. But he, every so often he's still got to come back and do one of these fucking films yeah. so that he can... But he looks like he's in, he looks like he's enjoying it though. It's not like Chris Point. It never looks like he's no. But is, is that is that because that is his life? Yeah, yeah. Like just, so like, which is fine. Like he, he, like, I know. Like, I know. It sounds kind of the the only one that I've heard a uh, didn't he like in, enjoy his time on the set was that is it Ern his name is or something like that the guy who was like the one who got like punch, punched in the fucking dick and pogo stick to the dick yeah. and fastball to the but, dick like that guy apparently like kind of said that it was like quite a like a kind of bullying atmosphere to the place. Yeah, Eddie McGeady's always been like the the black the sheep. Black. Yeah, it's always. I think it's it's quite known that him and not Johnny Knoxville don't have a really good working relationship. I'm sure there was a documentary after the second or third one. It wasn't. I don't know the documentary. It was like MTV had done like they sat them down and says, "Oh, how was the experience?" And it was something like Knoxville was like pissed off because Eddie McGeady just all he had to say was, "This is the mousetrap," and he kept fucking it up. All the time, and like I think Wee Man was saying, I he's like, man, he shook his hand, says, I never want to work with you again. But obviously, contractually, he did come back. But right. Ed McGeady's always been the, the kind of lame one. Like, I didn't think he was bad in this. Like, the, he's certainly the one that kind of gets put through the ringer the most in, yeah. in this. I will so say, have, you, have you not seen it, Neil? No, um, right. I've got no interest, just, no interest in it. I mean, like, I, I do think it is enjoyable, I just fine. think it's like not. I don't know, man. It's just lost something. Of course it has. Of course it has. That was always going to be the case, I think. Because when was the last one? Twenty ten. It's like man, some it, of that. Like a lot of time has passed, guys. It's like the kind of and like see the amount of publicity. I mean, fucking hell, John, it, Johnny it, Knoxville was is going to be at WrestleMania. He was uh, at the Royal Rumble. Is it nine eleven's fault that Jackass is no longer good? No. What? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Jackass was good in <clears throat> two thousand. When was the first one? Was it two thousand two? Somewhere, I'm sure the first one was after. Where are you even getting that from, Neil? Man, like what? Just the way that the world has changed since 9/11, that everything from that kind of era. You're is fucking no reaching, mate. This isn't it's not working. <laughs> right, anyway, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Without mentioning the Batman, mm-hmm. how's, your, how's your month been? What's been happening to you? Yeah, I really enjoyed this film about a bat. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's been all right, man. Like you know, it's all right. Ed. March feels like it's fucking flying in whereas January, February just was never ending um, other than that I fine uh, been up too much? no not really um, yeah. I'm trying to think what I've been up to um, no just working uh, been a lot of football matches uh, by choice? Or? Yeah, well uh, it's work yeah. no I don't want to sit in a particular stadium's Watching a particular team in green and white hoops. How, uh, how, how have the glorious hoops been performing? Uh, they've been all right, but they've had a lot of luck. That's what I'll say yeah, in that respect. Yeah. Um, what else? You were on the telly, weren't you? Like, I you was. Were I was on the telly for. Oh no, there's at, there's at the game. Oh, at the game. Oh, yeah. It was just behind the goals. Did you yeah. look miserable? Uh, <laughs> I was the only respectable citizen wearing a mask. In the whole stadium. In the whole oh, fucking yeah. of that section. Uh, it was alright. Surely then, oh. is that not a dereliction of, of care? Should your uh, the person you were accompanying not have had a mask on? No, because it's te- it's it's more a, not a requirement, it's a, a suggestion. You yeah, don't, It's okay. like you're not going to get a lot of... Uh, I mean, it'd be pretty funny if 60,000 Celtic fans were trying to sing You'll Never Walk Alone in all years. 
Yeah, we bit I um but yeah. So that was it. Uh, is we ne- you'll never walk alone, is that their version of no, the Billy Boys? No, you'll never walk alone is a famous song for Liverpool FC and they stole it. Right, okay. Is that true, Danny? Your thoughts? To be to be you fair To be fair it's from uh, the musical Carousel. So Liverpool stole it first. Jerry the Pacemaker Jerry of Jerry the Pacemaker was it Jerry the Pacemaker? Jerry the Pacemaker. Yeah, he was a big Liverpool fan man, he said that I remember he once. Was that that was his gift to Liverpool. I mean like I, I, I know so little about that stuff that you could be telling the truth. I'm not. <laughs> I am totally making that. Uh, but yeah so no that's it it's just uh, that and just seeing friends when I can try to avoid the old Covid I know you've not really you, oh, you've, yeah. uh, you're you're a, a two time Covid champion yeah. <laughs> I, today, today's the first day that I have tested negative from the seven the Covid mm. and it was horrible I was at a point where I was going for an ambulance wow I thought uh, I didn't realise you were suffering yeah no it was the you're three jagged right four Fucking hell. Uh, At this point, Neil is just a vaccine. <laughs> Long story short, the first two were AstraZeneca, and for people who were on the shield list, apparently that didn't work. So um, mm. I had four, but technically two. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was the point like I'd tested positive on the Sunday. Uh, and by the Tuesday night, I was sitting up in the living room, my heart just battering, feeling absolutely dreadful. It's a shake Creek David song. <laughs> and uh, I was sitting, was sitting writing stupid texts uh, to you to go tell you who was getting what. That Stevie was to get my telly, my PS5. You could fight for the Series X. So melodramatic, is it like? But these never got sent out, man. Was that in the group chat? I don't know. No, I was going to put it in the group chat. Oh, I was going to send it. I I never, I ended up never sending it because uh, eventually I I kind of calmed down and realised I might not die. I might actually get to sleep. Have I ever told you the story about when I thought I had stomach cancer years ago? I think I may have told it on the show before. I don't. like, I went to the toilet. And like a, there was just loads of blood in the pan, and I was like, "Oh, what fucking hell, man? What's going on?" Kind of thing. Did you say that that was years ago? Was that not? No, it was years ago. Right. You're you're thinking of when I was peeing blood earlier in the year. Aye. Different story. Your uh, chapter, <laughs> your chapter in the, the, the book of your pills. <laughs> but but uh, a couple of years back, it's just like loads and loads of blood in the in the pan when I was doing. I was like, oh, "What the fuck?" Uh, like I booked an appointment with the the doctor and that, and then like spent the day. Just pretty much crying because I thought I was dying. Oh, <laughs> and then he turned out when I went to the doctor, like I went in, he shoved his finger up Mars and he went, Oh, I know what the problem is straight away. He goes, Have you changed your diet? I was like, I am trying to be a vegetarian. He's like, oh, You've got too much fibre. So <laughs> like when you said he shoved his fingers up, he was like, I know what the problem is. I thought you were going to say that there's something stuck in it. <laughs> No, it was a. I've been straining too hard because I was used to. Oh, uh, I was used to non-fibrous poo. Yeah, so that's a podcast story that is now out there. Uh, I'll I tell you. Our, I'll I hope our listeners in America. Yeah. Uh, you, I'll make you feel a wee bit better. This is not to do with me thinking I had cancer, but I did something that was very, very silly one time. One time when I was a teenager, uh, me and my mate were uh, we were going to the aerodrome because there's like all these old buildings oh, you can explore and all that. It was really great. Thank God. Uh, for a minute there I was just going to try and tell the anal sex story uh, no 
I've no, I've not done. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so we um, we were going to the aerodrome just to like play armies, explore and all that. But there's a problem because there was like a bull in uh, one of the fields, and we couldn't get by. So we were really, really fucking like struggling. And I was like, oh shit, man! No, was that a bull? Was a bull or a cow? It was one of them. And uh, was I, uh, yeah, but basically, uh, I'm trying. Was was it that? Anyway, does this story end with like a group of you beating a cow today? No, this this story ends with me think as yeah, a, I, I, had a bri- I had a bright red T-shirt on, <laughs> right? But I don't <laughs> think. But the thing is, I, it can't it can't have been a bull because the, the way the story goes, I can't try and it was. I mean, I think that's a myth though. Anyway, right? It's like, well, anyway, the the long story short, we're like to try and distract it so we can run through the field to get home. I took my T-shirt off and we ran, <laughs> and then I told my parents about that and I, I'm trying to and then I says well that wouldn't have marred anyway he says why because that animal's colour blind <laughs> so I'm trying what it was but I'm fucking I love this ages. idea it's like that that kind of myth about like the them getting angry when they see like red clothing up because of the it's matador. just because like the matadors are like that's fucking brilliant Tom man were you doing like that whole kind of hold out no I just kind of I took my t-shirt off and kind of put it in my pocket and we ran was it even aggressive <laughs> no <laughs> Panic and paranoia set in, and I was like, oh shit. You grew up in the countryside. Like, how, yeah. how could you possibly be like that? Kind of. I don't know. Like it was That was the only time that ever happened, but you know, lesson learned. Hey, Danny, pressure's on. What's your story? Does it involve bum sex or bulls? So. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not do something over the ruggy uh, bridge or something? What? There was, a, there, was, there was some kind of ruggy walkway, and I'm sure you, you there was something happened there. Ruggy no? High Street. I can't yeah, remember. Don't, don't let Tommy fucking bully you into like, you don't have to even, even your secrets. <laughs> There's one story I would tell, but yeah. I'm trying to remember the one that Tommy is telling. Is that the anal one? No. <laughs> Carrying on with the theme that he'll start about anal no, sex. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we didn't do anything mental. No. We walked across the outside of that bridge, but horrendous. Mm. That's pretty bad. It's a bridge across a dual carriageway. We walked on the outside of it, but I'm sure loads of people did that as, as youngsters, no? Uh, I grew up in the country. What's a joke, Andrew? <laughs> we threw eggs at some windows. Uh, and there was a guy living in the flat we called Mr. Foggy. <laughs> he came out and pulled my pal right off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the mechanics of that in my head and all I could think of how the fuck was he hanging on to a wall? <laughs> From it, I was like, what? We, we used to sit on the wall right. and he would chap the window and say, get off the wall. Right. Did you, I take it, did you always used to play chappy when you grew up? Aye. Did a lot of folk chase you? Nah. See, we... The most you ever got was just like, folk would answer them like, oh, you're fucking dicks. Aye, you're fucking There was always this one guy who was ex-army and he guaranteed would chase you. Like, it wasn't just, you chapped the door and ran away. It was almost like, the fucking, like the back gate opened, and he came out in his motorbike, not his motorbike, in his mountain bike, fucking after you. Like, he was determined. And it was always like, that was the one, he was like the end boss in Chappie. Is that the one you led up to? He's like, right, we're going to chap his door, and you'd absolutely get a chase, and he'd catch you. He'd catch some of you. Just beat the fuck at you? No, he would fucking like, huckle you, like, fucking do that my fucking door, and, the rest of us would scatter away and laughing. Well, we'd then be like, uh, do you remember you know, that chap, time? His door, chap our pal's door is like, mate, you alright? He's like, do you remember that time shaking up. Somebody asked Theresa May in an interview, like, what the, the most kind of naughty thing she'd ever done was, and the only thing she could come up with was like, she once ran through the fields of wheat. 
I I that, that, was like the, okay. that was the most naughty thing Theresa May had ever done. <laughs> Fucking loser. I know. I once, I once sat my glass down without a coaster. <laughs> All right. Uh, tight, tight 90 minutes, is it? Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, uh, Your house, Neil, getting out of this on ski? Well, he's, he's I told the story about having COVID. That's how that started. That's not embarrassing. Does it need to be embarrassing? I don't know, man. Mine's and Tommy's working about shit. To be fair, though, I was a child when that happened. You were a full grown adult, you fucking. <laughs> I mean that like when you see like blood in no that's scary in your uh, that must be scary at any point that you know turns out it was because uh, you were trying to get healthier he could aye. tell that just from putting a finger up your bump aye, aye. well aye. I, I think he knew before <laughs> he, that he I think, put, like, he put the, it up there and he felt a bit of shredded wheat I think, the, the, I think the, the finger up the bump was to rule out some other stuff aye, like, like, I think, like, aye, like, I think yeah. he just knew beforehand like a uh, and you just wanted to stick his uh, finger up your bum. No, like, so, uh, I'm just going to do this. Oh, that's what you're going to do. My mate Cal, like, <laughs> like, laughed his head off this story. Like, I told him when we were going hiking one day, like, I told this story, but I told it in full, which I've not really done here, where uh, the doctor, like, he got us to lie, like, pretty much in the fetal position, like, on my side, <laughs> with my, my shorts and stuff, then. And, like, before he put his finger up my bum, I just said, I was like, look, man, I'm sorry you need to do this. <laughs> like, I know it's your job. <laughs> and then. He put his finger in me, and when his finger was still inside my bum, I went, that's just as awkward as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that's and then, amazing. And then he kind of, he kind of laughed. <laughs> and he just, turned oh, his, no. his finger oh. back in. That's the oh. last thing you want a dog to be doing, laughing while his finger's up your ass. That was just as awkward as I thought it was going to be. I like how you prepared him. It's almost like you're about enter more Sorry. <laughs> the opposite of an awkward silence. <laughs> had a chat with him while you had to finger up your arms. Finger in the bum. <laughs> oh, Christ. That's great. Thanks so, for speaking sharing. about passages to Mordor. Oh, okay. That new Amazon Mordor the English trailer. Terrible. Yeah, new? Was that no five years ago that came out? <laughs> what have we talked about with your fucking time perception? <laughs> when was that? Like a month ago or two months ago. Jesus, man. Everyone's about a month. <laughs> it, was, it was actually the same day we went to see Jackass, you're right? Uh, yeah, the most expensive TV show ever made, and fuck uh, me. Doesn't, doesn't you look it, does it? There's, a, know, bit, there's a bit where it properly looks like a computer game. The bit looks like a computer game. I was like, that looks rank. I feel like every like year you hear that a. Uh, this is the most expensive TV show ever made thing because I mean like they're always just getting more expensive so it's not I don't really think that's like a well to be fair though yeah. because it is Amazon it's like oh let's say 100 million that's like chump change to Bezos big Bezos and um, how much he's actually put into that probably know. a fair bit like was it no him that like pretty much single-handedly like saved the expanse because like he was interested in all that sort to of be stuff, fair I think the fans had a lot to do with that and then it was like it was picked up by them but is it Amazon Studios did they, who was it they incorporate was it not somebody else did they uh, their, their deal with MGM that's it uh, got um, I don't know for it went through the, the EU yeah. passed, they passed it because I was going to be like the only that was, that was only like this week the only thing I've ever the only thing I remember MGM ever doing these days is Bond it's very rare you see the lion 
Did they even do the most recent one? No, they, uh, they've they've got exclusive rights. Them, the broccoli family, have got exclusive rights. With the what family? The broccoli family. Uh, broccoli. Uh, yeah. Uh, Albert R. Broccoli. Well, it's his daughter now, but yeah, he was like one of the original producers. <clears throat> Uh, maybe you could do it for a different producer. Have you any in? I don't know. Look, that newest one is probably like cash cow. That's a golden nugget. That newest one is probably one of the best ones I've been. But I, I realise that is in retrospect quite a low bar because quite a lot of the Bond films were quite shite. Yeah. Right. Like again, I was talking to uh, our good friend uh, Lee, who's a massive uh, Bond fan, and we were talking about like the Pierce Brosnan ones, and it was just like. We're like, well, Die Another Day is easily the worst of the Brosnan ones. Is, is that the Kurt Wimmer one? Die Another Day is the one with the invisible car. Aye, terrible. Uh, did Kurt Wimmer write the screenplay? No, he directed it. No, he didn't. That was Lee Tamahori. I think he wrote the screenplay for the <coughs> book. for a while. I was worried because he was the guy who Metal Gear was talking about doing Metal Gear. And, and it's now the guy Die, Die Another Day like, like, is pretty much a Metal Gear movie when you watch the end of that. like There's a guy who's essentially just Solidus from Metal Gear 2. Uh, like no, just he was saying it. Kind of, it makes him giggle. He's like, I, the one thing that folks seem to have a thing about is that invisible car. But that film has got so much. There's only one bit about it that I kind of enjoy, and it's the credit sequence because uh, Bond's a prisoner. Yeah, and you've never really seen that before. I actually quite enjoyed the credit like, sequence of that film. Other than that, the, 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 the I know it's not. I, 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 I thought that was a terrible Bond theme. It's a terrible Bond theme, but it's a banging tune. Wait, oh, what are we doing talking about Bond? I don't know. Do you like the look of the Lord of the Rings movie? No, I don't TV like. Show, I don't TV like show. Lord of the Rings films. <clears throat> Not for me. <laughs> yeah, the trailer. I mean, I I like the films. I know that this is a completely different kind of direction, different folk. But that was if that's eight hundred million, then that's terrible. It looks absolutely. Just fake, but, but it's the also way like the Hobbit just how, looked fake. How, how far away is this from actually kind of coming out? Uh, September. I thought it was September. September's no far. It's fucking March. So they, they've probably got time though to September six months. They've probably got time to actually kind of polish things up a bit. In that. Like, I mean, it might just yeah. be a rough cut. Um, I quite liked the trailer for uh, Kenobi. Ah, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> want, <laughs> didn't watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's. I I really love. Uh, the jewel of hates come to when that tune hits you're like oh my god man and then watch it i was like this looks like a proper yep the jedi are being hunted and yeah. it looks interesting so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it i, I never bothered watching the trailer because i know i'll watch the the tv show because like we usually make a point of watching them together yeah um although see come season two succession you're on your own this is fucking torture but you've barely ever actually said do you want to watch an episode because i, I want to watch several oh god every, <laughs> every time you've kind of said do you want to watch an episode like i'm like i yeah but like I'm, that's why i'm like if it was me i'd just be firing through hours of it where you're like holding your face by the end of the episode like oh my god these people are terrible it's like do you want to watch another episode nope i can't handle another episode whereas i'm like i thrive in that shit <laughs> I was like, mate, I want to see these fucking pieces of shit act like pieces of shit for four <laughs> solid hours. If you wanted to do that, you could just turn on the news. Well, for that, no, the difference is, is uh, Succession's entertaining, the news isn't. <laughs> uh, if anybody's not is... watching Succession, it's the TV show everybody should be watching. It is thoroughly entertaining. Created by Jesse Armstrong, who co-created Peep Show. Uh, and it stars uh, Brian Cox, Keenan Culkin, and several others. It is excellent. If you want to watch a bunch of folk being bastards to each other, it is really good in corporate world. It's just a really tough, 
tough watch for me, man. It's just he messaged me saying, "Oh my God, there's this one bit where Paco's just gonna sink into himself." <laughs> like, yeah, I've still got a screenshot of what happens on the screen. Are you because you wait for us to catch up? That's why I show you. <laughs> but I, I think like the the only even slightly likable character in it is cousin Greg, and he's only in it. Uh, he's only likable in it because he's like so just gormless well, compared see, to I everybody said that else. Daddy's like. Just, just keep watching, uh, wait and see. Cousin Greg's great. Like I, I love how it's like it's all these millionaires and like people in their like really expensive clothes and shit, and he's cutting about in this like stoner jacket, like just yeah. nicking all the 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 free Because again, he's candy. the total like the no, the nobody yeah. relative. And he's just he's there. <clears throat> Have you watched any of it, Neil? I've watched the first three episodes, and like you, it was like I need a wee break from it. And then I went back. I, I've, been, I've enjoyed every episode so far, it's, but it's just so difficult to watch. Very well I've only just not gone back to it because I would need to watch it through the Skybox. Because for some strange reason, the Sky app uh, doesn't seem to want to play anything fucking HD. I'm right. watching shit in fucking SD. So I, I need there need to be days where I'm either not working or I'm working evening shifts. And now that I mainly work day shifts. I don't feel I have the opportunity to. There is. However, I did watch a TV show this week. What TV uh, show did you watch, Neil? I watched, it's on Amazon. It's part of, if you've got Prime, you get it on six episodes, 25 minutes each. Uh, Josh Gad plays a, a form, kind of. Sorry, did you, did you see what this is called? Not yet, no. Right, okay. Uh, Josh Gad plays a widower. About kind of forty odd year old. Uh, it's very nice to see the the forty forty year old middle aged fat man being represented on television as a leading man. Did he create the show? Or have no, he did. I don't think he created it. He may have produced. Do you know what you thought about? No, but I know who Josh Gad is. Um, so he plays this widower father. What's the name of the show, Neil? Get in there, Michael. Get in there. See. Uh, so he plays his widower father, he's got this daughter who is still in trauma because her mother died and the father ran away for a wee bit to get away from it and this is them trying to reconnect. Uh, they get in a car crash with Isla Fisher. You know Isla Fisher? Isla Fisher? Home and away. Home and away. Sasha Baron Cohen's wedding crashers. Uh, wife, wedding crashers. Um, She's in loads of stuff. She, <clears throat> she plays a, a newspaper columnist. She played a what? A newspaper columnist uh, called Ask Adelaide because they live in Adelaide. In Australia. Uh, Neil, just get on with it, man. Right, okay. You're pure Jeff Michael on this bit. (laughs) Tight 90 minutes, boys. Plus stoppage time. (laughs) (laughs) So, crash in each other's car, kind of hit it off. What's the name of the show? Kind of hit it off. They go on a date and it turns out She's a werewolf. What's the name of the show? Oh, that's Wolf Like Me, it is called. Oh, that's a shit tell, not watching that. I'm really glad you <laughs> fucking wasted 10 minutes of your time getting to the name of the show, Neil. Well, if you didn't keep interrupting me, Paco, <laughs> it would be fine. Well, in fairness, Neil, I will go on Amazon and I will browse through the thumbnail of that show, read the description, and then probably will watch it. Do you know... I would like to watch that on Amazon, it, but Paco... <laughs> Has forgotten his details and won't give you them. I gave you them, man. I'm <laughs> sure I did. <laughs> if you just want something that's just a kind of nice wee half hour show in the background, it's, it's got no real stakes, 
the will it tells you that she's a werewolf right uh, pretty much at the very start uh, and then it's about them dealing with relationship with her being a werewolf that builds up to um, a werewolf thing happens so there's only like werewolf in two episodes the first one end one okay it's, it's just about do they it's about people with trauma finding relationships I was going to say do they ever kind of like well so if we were to have sex how is that going to work uh, no well that that uh, comes up okay and that becomes a plot point uh, it was nice it was I bet it turns out right yeah. at the end of season one the final reveal is that he's actually a vampire the full time no that would have rocked <laughs> no that's not how it ends we also watched Arm a TV show it. actually you've not finished watching it have you the a Japanese anime on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime called Inu Yashiki, Yashiki Last Hero, which is about a 58-year-old man who gets diagnosed with stomach cancer, which seems to be a recurring theme in the show today. <laughs> uh, and then while he's crying in the park because nobody loves him, <laughs> uh, he gets like hit by like drunk-driving space aliens. And uh, the only things they've got to remake his body with are weapons parts. So he becomes like a fucking super advanced robot and he decides to start crime fighting. And it's excellent. <laughs> See when you just described okay. that. Yeah. I'm like, so it's an OEP $6 million man. Right. Yes. Like, when was the last time you saw a TV show where it was like a really depressed 58 year old dude? Like just a wee wholesome grander was the, the protagonist. Well, it was more... And that wholesome granddad happens to have guns for arms. It was more like you telling me this. I was like, holy shit. And then I came through and I was like, oh, how is it, man? And you went, this got really grim, man. They, they were trying to kill... Uh, a baby was killed. And I was like, what? And then he get, you kind of described it. I was like, holy fuck. Uh, and then I was like, I shouldn't be surprised about this. It's anime. So like, no D- Danny hasn't finished watching it. So obviously I'm not going to kind of say too Are much about it. it Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Uh, it came up like it was one of my like YouTube recommended things. The actual name of the video was "Drunk Driving Aliens Remade His Body into a Weapon," and I thought for a minute like now there's that trend in anime just now where the titles are all stupidly long and yeah. tend to describe what the the premise is. Like I thought that was actually the name of the anime, so it took us like quite a while to actually find mm-hmm. what the anime was okay, called. Okay, so let's go through to be anime cliches. Are there schoolgirls in it? Yes. Is there a giant octopus thing? No. I've watched yet. many animes about <clears throat> giant octopuses. Is there the, the, robots? See, well, there's robots in this. See, okay. like, part, part of the reason this one stood out to us, though, I mean, like, is the fact that the main protagonist is a fucking old guy. It's not like uh, a high school kid. But also, I was saying to Danny, like, over the course of like watching a TV show and kind of try to figure out more about it and stuff, I think that the original manga was actually written by a woman, a uh, mm. which results in the anime not having any of the fucking creepy fan service shit that like oh. a lot of animes normally have. Mm. So like, there's never a point where like a guy happens to catch like a girl uh, naked and he's like, oh, like fucking turns red and right. like there's no. There's no accidental boob grabs, there's no there's none of that. Like there's not like there there is moments where there's nudity in the show, but it's always used in like a really respectful manner. No. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it's like In service of the plot. It's it, I, like and in service of like shock value. It's it's never like oh tee hee hee like something's a bit sexy. Tell it's yeah. like uh, you know, it's it's never like Is it like a Cronenberg movie? <laughs> I 
It's it's always okay, grim. I'm in, I'm in body hey, horror. It's like whenever there's nudity, it's grim as fuck. Like I don't know, did you reach the part with the yakuza yet, Danny? The big guy. <clears throat> Aye. Yeah. Like basically, like there's a yakuza guy who just like takes a liking to some random lassie that works in a shop, so he decides to just kidnap her and he starts just injecting her with drugs and raping her constantly. Jesus and, fuck. Uh, like whenever it kind of shows you her, like she is naked and the yakuza guy is also naked as well, mm. but it's like it's done in a horror way like yeah 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 like, like it's not, it's, Eastern it's not, promises or history of violence yeah you're not you're not done it's uh, like what's well, a sense of turn on it's like uh, it's, it's, this is it's never it's never like look at like this is a bit hot it's yeah like, it's a hot woman this is like, fucking no. everything that's on the screen this last is just being horrible. tortured kind of thing yeah right I get you uh, the, the show what, is what was it called again? Inu Yashiki Last Hero And like it, it does, like it, uh, it avoids like quite a lot of the common anime things, which is like kind of what drew me towards it. Like it's not set in a high school. Oh. It doesn't follow like a like a, a high school student. Mm. Although there there is high oh, school yeah. kids in it, but he's not like the main mm-hmm. focus. Uh, um, <clears throat> I think like I I was gonna start watching a documentary series about Andy Warhol, but I got a bit bored, so I turned that off. For some reason, I don't know why, I rewatched the Coen Brothers' The Lady Killers. All right, okay. I remember that being not good. It's not really that good, but <laughs> I was watching it, it again, I was like, this is fine, but it's it's just... It's not, the, not, it's not of is the, there no one where they directed it, but they didn't write it? No, no, yeah. they they directed it, and I think... Well, it's based on an Alien Street Yeah, uh, it's movie. a remake. Yeah, but the one you're thinking of is Intolerable Cruelty. They didn't write that, but they directed that, I yeah. think. But no, it was. Yeah. Uh, my my main memory of watching that film is that Tom Hanks looks like he's having the time of his life. Yeah, he looks like but, Colonel Sanders. But no one else is, uh, including the audience. Uh, G- it's it's, it's alright, but it's. J. Jonah Jameson's having a good time. Yeah, uh, fuck, what's the guy his fucking name? But he's he's having a good time. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yes. Uh, he's having a great time, but it's, it's just alright. I just always remember being. Kind of, well, they do that uh, left my wallet in El, El Segundo bit yeah. at the start, and yeah. I always remember that feeling really forced and very uncone brothers. A, a, a lot of the comedy kind of is very forced. The, of the funniest bit, and I think, is there's always like the the like the wifey's house that they're staying in. She's always she's very very religious, very Christian. Always quotes yeah. the Bible, and she's got a big portrait. <clears throat> and I do like a, a a movie portrait, and it's just her husband just kind of like I know nobody can see this, but you can. But he's just kind of like like that. But there's a bit where there's an earthquake. So like what Tommy said, he looks stern. Yeah, he looks stern as if he's looking down in that. But there's a bit. I, where I believe they call it the what you talking about, Willis. Uh, kinda yeah, but it's like he's looking dead stern, and then at one point there's like an explosion in the house, and it cuts the living room, and the portraits change to. <laughs> and I was like, "That's the best joke." Yeah. I think like there's only like that, one. Uh, sorry, the, the portrait turns from looking stern to it's a completely different portrait of him looking surprised. Sure. Yeah, oh. kind of like when in the IT crowd when it's Denim Renham's funeral and the the portrait changes yeah. all the time <laughs> when he it's looks ambivalent <laughs> and sad. There's only like one bit I can remember from that movie. It's like where one of the guys says, "Like I don't vote to fuck you." It's like the, literally the only thing I can remember. From That's the Marlon film. Wayne's that says that. Uh, but yeah, that day young Paco was radicalized. Uh, but it was, uh, I, yeah, it was, it was okay. I don't know why. And then because I seen that it was on Netflix, I didn't watch the whole film, but I watched 
that scene from Hail Caesar yeah. and uh, I've watched it about eight times just that scene and it makes me fucking crease myself every single time the scene I'm talking about is when you're introduced to Ray Fiennes who's a movie director and the guy who played Han Solo <coughs> uh, Alden Einrich I think his name is plays this well, he's traditionally like this kind of country bumpkin kind of cowboy oh, right, actor okay, but he comes that. in and he has to deliver this line and it's wouldn't it were so simple <coughs> And he can't do it. Would that work? Wouldn't the work so simple? See, there's me fucked as well. But it's my, uh, my, my dear boy. My dear boy. Ray Fiennes is a fucking <laughs> genius man. Honestly, between that and Grand Budapest, I'm like, why doesn't he? And in Bruges, I'm like, why does he not do more comedy? He's so fucking good when he's. Does he not end up slapping the guy out of frustration during that scene? Well, he, his name's Lawrence Lorenz, and there's <laughs> loads of times where he's like, uh, Mister Lawrence, like Lorenz, and then like. He's like, no, just say it ruefully, ruefully, don't put your hand down. Like that. And then he's like, look, Mr. Lorenz, he's like, Lawrence. He's like, he's like, we can use Christian names, it's fine. But the, that fucking one scene, honestly, is so bloody good in a film that I considered at the time. And I've only watched it once, maybe I should watch it again, as very mediocre. That, no, like, so, like I, I how, remember thinking that film was alright. I, I thought it was like actively good. Yeah. Like there's... Is, it, so, is that not the one where Brolin's going about slapping slap everybody? Yeah. Exactly, aye. And then it's like the, I mean, like, spoilers for Hail Caesar that came out like a decade ago. this or something. Or something but like, the, the whole kind of Russian plot with Chan and Tatum yeah. and stuff, man, I thought that film was excellent. That was really good. Yeah. But the, the Corn Brothers <laughs> films are like always, like, I mean, I, I remember falling asleep eh, during The Big Lebowski the first time I watched that and, like, not thinking too much of it. And then, like, still it's one of those things like, the, the more you watch it, the more you like them kind of thing. It's the same with, like, there's ones like you, like you you've not watched in a while and you're like man that's funny like again every time I watch Raising Arizona I always forget about the motor the, the guy in the motorbike comes in and he's just, and he's just shooting fucking like wildlife like on his way to the, the target and I was like that's great man but yeah so yeah I, I rewatched that scene from Hail Caesar I might watch it again the night because it just it's just a great quick laugh. I was sitting in the living room. I could just hear Tommy laughing. I, I, I yeah, watched it all. Fucking, I'm talking buckled. Like, and I was like, I've seen this scene so many times, but it's so fucking well done. I also noticed there were new eps of Rick and Morty on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I so I, I rewatched. Yeah, no man, I, yeah. Yeah, I, it's season five. Yeah, it's I, I. I've not really been on Netflix a lot. Uh, I really watched a lot of stuff recently, so I just was like. Alright, new episodes, but they, they were again consistently good. Yeah, right. Or have you watched them already? Yeah. I've watched, yeah, I've got like three, two, two apps to go, I think, yes, but they're consistently good. I, the, I can't remember if I talked about them the last show, I don't think I did, but uh, they put 10 more episodes <coughs> of Disenchantment. I've still not watched that, you said it was really right. good. Yeah, I, I, that's the Simpsons style thing. It's more of a kind of Futurama type feel to it than The Simpsons. Right. It's, it's like each season does lead into the next it's ongoing <clears throat> speaking to my mate uh, Alan Holbein and we were talking about Futurama and it's just something I've never got into but it's there in Disney uh, Plus and I'm like I should just <clears throat> sit and watch this even even like the, the first season isn't it like a, a standout amazing thing of that he said that as well he says uh, it takes a wee bit to get the gas going but there's still does. moments in the first season that are really good though but that show, I think you would really fucking enjoy, especially by the time that Zap Brannigan well, shows up. Any time, the only episodes I've watched have been Zap Brannigan episodes, yeah. and they're they're all good. I think that show is consistently good for four seasons, and then it starts to kind of dip in and out. It's still good. It's still better than any new Simpsons episodes. Are they? Are they? Are they not bringing it back? Bringing it back. Oh, fuck yeah. it all. 
Hát ez igen. No, Bender is no good. He's no good. He's getting paid. He gets paid, I think. Like he's so he's getting properly paid now. All right, he jo- he he did well. computer game paid, right? Is that right? He was Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, because yeah, I find that really disconcerting going back to Gears of War now. <laughs> yeah. Was he not also like the yellow dog at Adventure Time? Jake? Yeah, yeah, he's also yeah. Jake yeah. at Adventure yeah. Time, yeah. Oh my god, seriously. Sasa. What's your favourite scene in Adventure Time? I mean, anything with Lumpy Space Princess. Lumpy like, Space Princess is probably my favourite character. The Great Tart Totter. The what? Remember the Great Tart Totter? Voiced by Stephen Root. Oh, wait a minute. It's, I think I know what you're talking about. Is that the <clears throat> thing in the castle? It started off with Adventure Times a lot. Well, uh, yeah, I've not been specific. Yeah, it's where, it's where it's the episode where they give Finn and Jake uh, the job of having to cross this really dangerous area. Uh, yeah. To transport these tarps to some other royalty for for some this some some kind of party thing which has to happen, or Princess Bubblegum will be fucked over in some way. So there's a great there's a royal tarp toter who is this old guy who used to do this job but has been driven mad by it. He's like a giant kind of he's like a mix of like a gingerbread man and a yum yum. <laughs> yeah, I know so <clears throat> at the end of the end of the episode, um, it turns out that uh, the tarps that Finn and Jake have got have been decoys because they know everybody knows that they're they're both they're idiots, so they would probably fuck up the job even if they went <clears throat> safe route. So it kind of shows you that they've got the fake ones. Princess Bubblegum has been on a. A travelator thing under a a, a kind of a walk, a covered walkway, so it's the safest route ever. So they get to the they get you mean to, a tunnel, a tunnel, that's the word. But you know, like one of those kind of plastic ones at airports. Right, aye, aye. <clears throat> so they get so they're all at the castle at the end. Uh, they're about to do the thing, and then the door bursts open. This uh, the royal tower <coughs> stokes in out of his mind mad crazy and goes into this story about uh, about love and drifting in the cosmos and it goes it does a very adventure time thing mm. and it's really good did you ever play like the the adventure time uh, RPG is that the one where you're on a boat aye ah there we go it was alright I, I never actually played it but I heard it was pretty good yeah, it was alright it, like, it, it was very basic I think we own it in the Playstation because it was free at some point and I think it's also on Game Pass okay my favourite scene is where there's a cow with a bag on it oh Oh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) put the bag back on no put that bag back on he gets shrunk down and he ends up in somebody's pocket yeah. and then stargazes and then he just does a what he does a wee fart and does a what's the deal the crew get paid to make that it's, it's unreal oh, like, times are great they get absolutely paid Fantastic. to make these it, like the, the, cow, the cow's got really things. ugly udders she's got her udder is basically got a wee face on it and it's like a mutant udder <laughs> and they, they spend they spend the episode trying to convince her to get the courage to take the bag off because like you're beautiful girl. you're beautiful and then she takes it off and you know the creatures go just in the background just like that episode of Father Ted where 
Something happens and you just hear a murmur and you go, and then you go, fuck, so you go, fuck off. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. It's the same as that. You say, no, put that bag back on. Put that bag back on. Wow. It's, it's a really good show at night to find. I, like I remember we watched like a fair amount of it when it was on Netflix oh, yeah. I think I, but yeah um, it's still no regular show regular show is the king of that that era of television are they both adult swim no uh, no it's Cartoon Network both of them yeah which is why it's, it's mental yeah like, like even are. regular show I'm like that is yeah. so random but there's so, there's so many Cartoon Network shows that come out of that era which are just out there that are so weird I've never seen is it Samurai Jack. Is that a bizarre? Samurai, Samurai Jack, Jack is excellent. Man. Is that Cartoon Network? Right? Yeah, yeah, I have all of that in the house. I will bring you that now. That was the same dude that did the. Uh... You need to stop bringing us DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> we never fucking watched them because I don't know. Do you remember the the Clone Wars? The Star Wars Clone Wars stuff. The Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon. Yes, I know they did. Car- the Cartoon Network did that. It was, it was the uh, same the dude that did Samurai Jack. Clone Wars man. Better than the prequels. I find it quite annoying though that those Samurai Jack ones were called Clone Wars, and then there's like when everyone says Star Wars Clone Wars now, they it's, think of the one with the really bad animation. Yeah, Cartoon Network Clone Wars. Like, why isn't the Samurai Jack one on Disney Plus? I thought they were. I thought they'd be. I I don't think they are. Like, they only just actually. I watched a X Men First Class because they put that back on it as well, man. That film is bad. I was going to say, I don't think you were. You didn't really like that, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I can remember X-Men thinking X-Men it was kind of alright, but like, it's. Like, a. Is that McAvoy? Yeah. Aye. First, the first, first one. Time. First one he was in. Kevin Bacon uh, does like a, Coke can. a decent job as Sebastian. I just remember Rose Byrne being terrible. Everybody in it is um, terrible though. Like McAvoy is terrible. I don't the guy who plays Beast is terrible. I, I never like, ever think of McAvoy is No, no this the, is the guy who was in no, Mad Max Fury Road. I can't remember his name. Logan? No. Oh shit, I can't remember his name. But uh, English the, lad. The, the one I always remember being the worst in that was. You, she was in fucking. Pixie, the last no, um She's in fucking Mad Men and. Oh, oh shit! Long blonde hair. Oh, Emma Frost. Bolt, I don't know. Em, I don't know what that. Fucking what was her name? It, like her the, name's the, Emma Frost. The last year you can turn it in diamond, and she's also psychic. She can't emote for shit. I, I, you're a big fan of her, I'm sure, Dan. I'm sure you're like, ah, she's really lovely and all that. Hey, uh, don't don't spoil it if you read it, Neil, because you're looking stuff up. Oh, no, that's on the deck. January Jones. There's a yeah, yeah. She's terrible. She's, she's, she's a rubbish actress. The, the only person that really actually comes away for that movie, like good is a Fassbender who's like some of his scenes in it are absolutely fucking excellent like the one where he goes to like the uh, the bank in Switzerland that has been kind of laundering the, the Nazi gold mm. and he just rips all the guy's fillings out his teeth mm. like that's Fassbender's the only one that really comes out of that whole series I think my favourite scene like, that one is when I think Jennifer Lawrence actually does alright like as they go on even in the, the really bad ones like Apocalypse I almost think she's good in them uh, but you can tell like in Apocalypse and just Fastbender that they've all checked the fuck out. Yeah. It's like they should have hung it up after Days of Future Past. Like my like I was actually quite surprised at how much I disliked McAvoy for most of that film. Like it's a really, really bad performance and like he's such a fucking dick as Xavier. Which I think is like I mean I mean I think I've never really read the comics and stuff like that, so I don't really know what the character's supposed to be portrayed as and stuff. He's a dick. 
Aye, because he becomes. I mean, this is something I think is no, going to he, happen. He's a dick from the word go. In, in that the Doctor Strange uh, multiverse of madness thing, Patrick Stewart's in that, and it's either like him or McKellen's voice. I think it's Patrick. It's Stewart's Patrick Stewart because like Stewart. he's part of like a council that are called the Illuminati in the the comic book universe, oh, okay. and I think that's going to come into it. And I think it is like a they're like a shadow government kind of thing. Right, I thought, oh, right, because I thought it was going to be like some kind of crossover where it is. So is, is he's not Xavier in this? In, well, no, he will in be. The, he will be. Right, right, okay, right, okay. He'll be the Professor X from those films. Right, 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 okay. Because they now own Fox. Mm-hmm. But uh, the James McAvoy version of a man is just so unlikably such a fucking dick. But then if Neil's saying he's supposed to be a dick, surely that's him hitting <clears> the right <throat> notes. Maybe, I don't yeah, know. But I, I don't particularly like James McAvoy to begin with, so I'm the wrong person to ask. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I didn't mind First Class. I still think Days of Future Past is the best one of that era. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. But, right. but I. But again, it's still dull as fuck. I like it, man. But I think it did. It, it was kinda, there not only three of them? There was, was it not just like First Class, Days of Future Past, and then Apocalypse? Is that not Phoenix? Yeah, Star Phoenix. Or, uh, yeah, which, does that count? Oh no, it does. That's, yeah, the, which that's is the end of those films. Yeah. Yeah, like that makes Apocalypse look good, and it, that is not a good film. I would disagree with that. I think Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix problem was that it was just boring. Apocalypse was like really shit. Dark Phoenix looks like it's a TV movie. <clears throat> like, like, like the acting's terrible. Everything about it's fucking terrible. I mean, Apocalypse is terrible, but it at least looks like oh that you know a cinematic effort. Whereas I honestly I I just thought it was awful. Days of Future Past was good, but it also kind of it was one of the first films I remember kind of starting this thing of this is how we could erase the timeline and start a new one fresh yeah. slate. And a, a bunch of movies did it after that. Some some good, some bad. Uh, I think recently with Spider-Man No Way Home, it did it very well. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, it's quite... Yeah. No, what was a bad movie, Tommy? What? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, the you newest told me about one. That. The newest one. You told me about that. And my brother, the, who's a big Texas Chainsaw Massacre the, fan, thought it was shit. The straight to, the straight to Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I'll give you the quick pitch meeting that they must have had. Hey boss, mind that thing they did with the Halloween films? Can we do that? Pretty sure that's that's you exactly quoting the text you said. For <laughs> for people who don't like follow horror stuff of that. What, okay, what so does that Hall- mean? what what Halloween did was <clears throat> in twenty eighteen they released Halloween, which was a direct sequel to John Carpenter's original. Uh, which which blanked out all the rest of the timeline, yeah. ignored all the rest of the sequels, so it was a direct sequel and brought back the main cast right. of that film. It did it very well. It's one of the yeah. highest highest grossing horror films of all time. And then uh, well, we'll not talk about the second one. The second no. one is dead. I think we've crossed that bridge before. Yeah. Hold on, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis when like she's trying to like convince everybody in the town that, that he's back and all this and like the trailer had her with a shotgun. Yeah. There's yeah. been a sequel to that one yeah. already. And there's another one coming next. Yeah, that's when was when was that one out? The one yeah. I'm talking about. Halloween yeah. 2018. Halloween last year, yeah. Halloween 2018, and then the four one four years ago. No, that no, was no, no, four no, years no, 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 no. The one, the one you're talking about is like, oh, you see her with a shotgun, right? Oh wait, no. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the one you see her the. The, the, the one Neil's talking about is in the sequel the first one was 2018 so Halloween Kills is a sequel to Halloween 2018 when was that? last year last year holy f- man what the fuck is time 
That was like five months ago. So, <laughs> so somewhere at Netflix, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Towers, <laughs> they've gone, can we do that? So what you now have is a direct sequel to Toll Poopers. Uh, I can never remember the how, year. Sorry, man. Sorry to interrupt again. How many Texas Chainsaw Massacre films have there been? Let's not let's not talk about that. Right now. Let me just get through this. Is it honestly fucking as much as that? Yeah, but yeah. the timeline's all over the place. Yeah. Which but this is just trying to call. Like, and I thought there was only one. Mm. So, right. So this is doing what the Halloween film did, cutting off timeline, ignores everything. It's set set in the modern day. Mm. Uh, what happens is is a a rundown ghost town in the middle of Texas. The cow's name I now can't remember. That all that these influencer cunts have, have bought. I've checked the fuck out already, yeah. man. Ha, Surely the only good thing is they'll all be killed. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's still rubbish. Mm. Uh, so these influencers have bought all the real estate in this town. And they're going to auction it off so they can gentrify it, have their like their avocado toast shops. And, and is it just happened to be one of the things of, the things of turquoise kind of shops? And one and one of the It's a, it's a joke about going from the southwest of America. Oh, sorry guys. Oh, yeah. how, how rude. How rude. Also, what a weird ringtone. I know. It's rubbish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're set to auction off the town, so they're going round all the buildings, uh, making sure they're ready. And they go into one, and it's this old woman, it's the old orphanage, and she swears she's still got a title deed which says she owns the property. Uh, so there's a bit of a barney, the influencers disappear, uh, they come back, you get a wee glimpse of who you just assume is Leatherface because he's the only other guy that's there. And he's built like a brick shit house. Um, so they get this woman evicted. She has a heart attack. Uh, they take her away in the host- in a, a van. Uh, they take Leatherface away as well. And he goes, ah, he's not murder guys. Comes back, murders loads of other guys. They find out that the woman <coughs> did have a title to the house. So technically the influencers get made her dead. Because she had a heart attack from getting kicked out of the house. And it makes Leatherface in the right, in my opinion. And he should not be punished for his actions. <laughs> but, I mean, the fact that... I, like, who made this movie? Um, was was it, it somebody about our age? It was produced by Fede Alvarez. And he, he also wrote it. You may know Fede Alvarez as... Uh, I think he direct, wrote and directed the first Don't Breathe. But, uh, and right, the first my, Evil Dead remake. My point being though is that like, if this was written by somebody our age, then everything about it is set up to be like influences or shit. Let's just watch yeah, them get well, stabbed. Yeah, no, that that is kind of what it is. And I think Alvarez must well be about right. our age. In which case, he probably fucking fully intended for Leatherface to be right. As yeah, ridiculous as that is, it's just the film is so empty and devoid of any soul, and misses in the point entirely of what that. For it being a direct sequel, and especially one that they do the Halloween thing where they bring back the original final girl, uh, to kind of get the revenge on right. on the other <coughs> face, which she kind of doesn't because she gets murdered because she's a fucking idiot. 
That's like, what, I mean, that's my problem with like so many horror things. Those you're watching, just, like, these are all just unlikable twats. But there's just, there's just no soul to it. Like, and this is the point of what the first film was actually about. <clears throat> um, yeah, stay away from it. It's absolutely stay away from it. Okay. You watched anything else? Stuff I've watched you just really liked. Go, well, go for it. You um, do know what the audience will like. A hundred percent no. Let's just test the water with it, Dan. What have you watched? Drive to Survive on Netflix, which is a Formula One. I'm told that that's a good watch even if you don't like Formula One. Before last season's actual Formula One, it was when I discovered it, and I think there were two seasons of it. So that would have been the start of the 2020 season, but they had seasons, 2020 season in terms of real racing was about to start. But the show had like three seasons before that, so you could go back and watch like three. So is it a documentary? Of... Yes. Right. Good. Yeah. They've got camera crews in the pits and following the teams <coughs> and behind the scenes stuff. So I hadn't watched F one since I don't know if anybody even remembers names like Mika Hakkinen and David Coulthard. Yeah, I know names. So back when it stopped, kind of for me, it stopped being teams weren't racing on the track anymore. It was about who could do the pit stop the fastest, and that was how you overtook people. Uh, and I just got a bit bored there but I got out of that show and then I got back in in the actual sport right uh, and it's, it's pretty good is it good. still just how fast you do the pit stop but no, how, not how much of this is kind of coloured by the fact that you're also into Gran Turismo and the new one that just came out but so the cars are kind of in your forefront like, but the new Gran Turismo only came out what 10 years ago aye I watched the entire F1 right. season last year but you also were playing Gran Turismo sport because of a this, lot of that right because okay. of this. right 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 yeah. Yeah. Not everything's about video games, Paco. Fuck's sake, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, I've tried to say this before, but Paco always just looks like and the pub just laughs and goes, fuck up. <laughs> like, it, about the kind of overtaking thing, there's a thing in it in F1 now which wasn't in it even, like, I don't know, six years ago. Whereas the, the cars, the, the rear wings on the cars, they, they have a button they can press which opens the rear wing, mm-hmm. which is basically like an overtake button. Right, okay. but it's only in certain parts of the track and you have to be within a second of the car in front to activate oh, right, okay. so it's, there's a lot more overtaking and right. this year I, I'm not going to talk about F1 yeah, I'm, watching, I'm sure that's exciting they've been watching the show and the show is it's still entertaining but it's not as good as it was when I first watched it because it was made from, for me then when I hadn't been watching F1 it was kind of stylized oh, right. and oh, yeah, designed yeah. to try and get people into it and now if you've got back in there and you're watching it you can pick out the bits you like that isn't really what was happening. It's more kind of like clickbaity drama. You're, you're spinning it a wee bit more than it needs to be. Like it'll show you some of the team bosses walking with their misses in a, in a field talking about what the season's going to be like and as if like there'd be a fucking camera behind them watching the conversation. Was there no like so, a lot of actual you, drama in the F1 stuff? Like was there no like... No, there is. There's a lot that actually did happen but they have put layers of melodrama on top of it. So... so if I could equate this to maybe something Paco would maybe understand, it's like sports anime, where yeah, where it's the slice of life show that builds up to the event. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I've still never actually really watched a sports anime either though. So some of them are alright. Uh, yeah. You don't like Shaolin Soccer though, do you? I fucking hate it, but that's Why because it was rubbish. Though it was. I didn't really like Shaolin Soccer either. I just thought like but it was the actual brand of humour I didn't like the humour like there's a bit in it where they, somebody's trying to train them to play football aye. and there's like he's trying to get him to control an egg so that's what he starts off with an egg he drops the egg on this massive big fat guy's foot he's taking the egg off it's the big fat guy's egg and he drops the egg and it, it like it breaks on his foot of course it does it's a fucking egg 
Right? And the big fat guy says something in Cantonese. I think it's is that a Chinese film or Hong Kong film? I, I think, think so. Uh, and, the, and the subtitle is just, Oh my God, my egg. Is <laughs> like, that rubbish? It was hilarious at the time. <laughs> so, I'm sure it's kind of so, lost in the translation. So, so upset that his egg was gone. But, aye, Jerry Harwell's in Trip to Survive, but she's married to one of the team bosses. Oh, Alright, right, okay. I will uh, never watch that. Nah, I'm not going to think of there's Tommy just in, just in time. What was, sorry, I missed that voice. What was oh, it? I just missed some really exciting F1 shit. Oh, right. Cool. <laughs> See, I still was that Tommy? Who was that Tommy? Who was that Tommy? Who was that Tommy? Oh, it was my brother. Was it was like, the same, it was the same. Was Did he like F1? Uh, no, he's kind of like, like, oh, like, <clears> his, like, like his, his dad and that, like growing up, like he, he watched the F1 and that's what kind of started my interest in it, but it's a very fleeting interest in the same way that I have a kind of very fleeting interest in the NFL. It's like, I kind of know what's going on, but I don't have any kind of legion, a legion to uh, a team or a driver or any kind of allegiance to an NFL team or that. It's kind of like, off oh, it's on. Eh, like, I'm not bored. It's more just like, oh, that's on. Who's winning? Oh, okay. So that was it. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Apart from that, I've just been playing games, really. I've not really watched a, few, a whole huge amount of stuff, so... Uh, Elden Ring has kind of overtaken quite a lot of your time in it. That and uh, as you mentioned, the, the racing game. So, uh, oh, Gran Turismo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I say, I second that one. <laughs> it's, it's, hard, it's, hard, it's, it's hard to really argue with at a table with three people who can't get in a corner. Yeah, that could, yeah. I went in a corner just fine. Aye, with your tiles crying. Screaming, man. It's like, I miss, the t- I miss games where you just got Crazy. to play it immediately as opposed to going through all this fucking bullshit right. do you, know what you have to do this you have to pick that right. you have to do exactly. that I, like, I just want to like drive in an exhibition do you know what do you know what you say to us Tommy because I, I you probably wouldn't like it because I've been playing it for three hours now and it's still like they let this play online and I was like what do you need to get your driving license he's just like aye <laughs> no, no just hand me a lock the drivers online I, did you not say did you not come back with hey, I've actually got my gold one or some shit like uh, could, could you wrap the pets out and make a gold one no a, I said the, I said something like uh, I can't I can't I took the piss and then I went and but then I put a quote up saying, this is what Danny's going to say to me in five minutes. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. You remind me so much of like when I, I used to play with my mate and we played fit the football games and we'd pick our teams, choose your teams and then we'd come to choosing who plays and he'd just go, I'll oh, just fucking press the button and we'll play, man. Like, you wouldn't let you do anything. What well, football game would like, I thought that would just be like, oh, do you want to play as Barcelona versus... You do like a 4 4 2. Choose your formation or maybe swap out a couple of players, but this he wouldn't have it. He was almost just no press start, press start. Well, that like you FIFA, I think it was FIFA, and Pac was like, You play a game so that it gets me a platinum or something, or not a platinum, but a trophy. Microsoft rewards points, man. Well, whatever. There was was. real money involved. And I was, I was going, it was a full five pence you would have got me, but I was going, I was committing to that full five pence. Not realizing that it's some kind of crossover between that and uh, Chad Manger. It was the but I was like, ultimate team can we thing fucking with... just oh, play so a game? Why? What's with all this oh, shit? There was so much bullshit in your way. Like, just we ended up just fucking uninstalling it. Was, it, like, it was. I felt the same way playing that as I do when I play a game like Final Fantasy, where I'm like, can we just go on with it? <laughs> like, why'd I have to choose this? Why'd I have to? Do that? I just just fucking fight the guy as opposed to you know. No, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. That game's all about that. FIFA and whatnot should not be that. That's what you kids love these days. 
ultimate team. Fuck them, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Football games attained perfection in P- uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 4, maybe yeah. 5. I, but again, like, you are more kind of, you kept gaming, like, I still live in the, the fun nostalgia world of, can we just get on with it and just keep it simple? That's why I, that's why I like games like Nidhogg. Easy, simple. You, you also like finished Red Dead Redemption 2, which is like the least get on with it game yeah. ever, man. No, that's not true. Not true at all. Like with Red Dead, it's like it, it depends how you play it. You could play it as an I'm just gonna rob a bunch of uh, banks and do this and do that if I want. If oh, I might just go fishing, I might spend an hour fishing and try to get all the fish, and that's fine if I want to do that. It's how much not, time did you spend fishing? Quite a bit. I remember there was a couple of times I was. I was quite surprised at that. No, I, there was a couple of times. Uh, I'm trying to think. We were yeah, we were like at the wee campsite next to the river, and I was like stressed that I came home and I, I went fishing for a wee bit and I just rode my horse up into the nice snowy hills, and it was nice until a cougar killed me. But you know, or polar bear. So it wasn't cougar. Did it, did it come out of nowhere? Yes, it did. Yeah, it does. You're just sitting there next to you. I was like, hold on a second, a polar bear. No, it wasn't a polar bear. It's just a bear. Sorry, just a bear. Yeah. Just sitting there, and the next thing you know, you're like, you're like, fuck. No, normally you don't even hear it. No, normally it just comes from like your angles. If you get an angle that some way, it'll come from the, the most acute angle. So you don't see it coming. Yeah. I remember like playing Red Dead at one point, and I was down in San Denis, and you were. I wasn't supposed to be there, but I just decided to explore the map, mm-hmm. and I was looting uh, down. At, let's just call it the Bayou, <laughs> and it was down by like that the kind of swampy bits, and. I like fucking had my headphones on and I was next thing I know I was looting everything was fine and a fucking cougar came out of nowhere and ate me and I shat myself it was dark I didn't see uh, clearly I didn't see it coming and I was like well okay that's what I get for fucking stealing folks shit (laughs) it's like going to the house and looting the other great thing as well is like oh man there's that bit in Red Dead where you have to encounter a guy who's been struck by a meteorite you're like what the fuck But yeah, no, that, 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 that's it. Depends how you play that game. It's much like Grand Theft Auto. So yeah, you could just get on with it, but you could also just not get on with. So I, I found that to be the beauty of that game. I really liked that game. That you just did go in and you just plod about and yeah. you maybe do some shit. Can I can I talk to you about Final Fantasy fourteen, Neil? No, no, you cannot. <laughs> that no. game is a fucking uh, shambles, man. I've watched that, him play. That it, is man. a UI nightmare. Like it, I'll know, I'll know why there. It is a lot to take in at first, but once you get used to it, it's actually pretty good. Fucking hell! I spent I cannot micromanage to that level. Spent five hours upgrading my gardener yesterday because I couldn't be bothered like uh, playing anything more intense. So like, I stuck an audiobook on. I went about picking flowers. It was great. He, he like properly like makes his character look a prick like he really does it's just like his character looks fucking ridiculous it's, it's a final fantasy game they all look ridiculous and then his character re- only recently uh, he looks a bit like a fucking samurai warrior and he looks kinda cool but like most of the time it's like he goes out his way to make him look like a fucking fool that's not true at all it, it absolutely is my wee guy looks absolutely banging he's kinda he kinda does it's the same as this guy, Keto, which is like in a not oh god, I'm such a weeb. <laughs> in a Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind, Teto is the name of the the little kind of yellow fox thing that she's got as a pet. Okay, and then all right, you named your character that. All right, but I thought it was just his name. No, it's. Yeah. I mean, what's your name in Elden Ring, Danny? I changed it now. 
What oh, was it? Wait, you've got to go into it. Clarty McBumfart. No, no, it's just dark business. <laughs> Did you get that off the list of names that you stored in your phone that you're funny? There's that dude in the room, man. He looks great. From the neck down, he looks alright. <laughs> How dare you insult his face, man? It, looks, te- it looks terrible, though. It looks like it's a fucking mobile game. Totally. I mean, that's just because like, you're looking at a mobile phone screen. That's just uh, what the character looks like. Let's say that. That's fucking ridiculous. See, you look like, like when Pollock does replace uh, was it uh, Rocket League? It's like, man, I'm going to like, car look like the fucking dumbest, weirdest thing ever. And that's what you've done. <laughs> so many video games on now, isn't it? Even, he doesn't have to look like that. You did that to him. Even the the, the mighty Halo has fallen. Like when me and Danny are playing that these days, is all like a what Halo? Ra- Halo Infinite, like rainbow mm. punk, a hologram mo- mohawks, uh, uh, and like cat ears and actual like halos above their heads of the Halo ring, and like it's just all daft new man. It's like the the sandband military shooter. It's now became the same as every other thing that's online because that's what sells. Which is fair enough. What was the game yeah, you were playing? Was they it? gave away the game for free. So. Yeah. Was it Cyberpunk you were playing and you were like, you were doing your character design and I was like, yeah, man. The dick slider. <laughs> There's no need for that. There's really not. It kind of comes back to when was it? Was it Red Dead Redemption? I was like, yeah, they, they took away well because they had to have the horse's genitals blowing in the wind. And you're like, oh, no, no. Do we need it's, that? It's even worse than that. Like the horse's balls shrink or expand depending on how hot it is so if you're if you're if you're up in the snowy mountains your horse's testicles will shrink you don't get that in that say my horse died man because i was killed by a bear (laughs) i did see like a a cool thing a i forget what the video was for it but like it was just somebody playing red dead redemption 2 and they were out next to some water like you see an eagle kind of swooping in and actually catches a fish out of the water and flies away it's like yeah, the fact yeah. that it's like little kind of things yeah. like that that is that is cool it's like some attention to detail that is cool and then there's stuff like sweaty or cold balls that we don't uh, really need at least it's not as a as gross as the NBA sweat tech Do you ever <laughs> seen that stuff no they actually touted it like for the the trailers for it before it came out it was like the most realistic human sweat it's just like loads of close-ups of fucking sweaty guys who's <laughs> like beating down their foreheads and shit. It's like, I don't want to see that. Unless, it, unless the commentators shout, uh, too, many, too, many, too, much sauce, too much sauce, I don't That's care. Too much sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody like probably sauce just boss. missed their kid's birthday or something so they could like make this realistic sweat on like some dude's forehead, man. What's yeah. the point? Rubbish. Um, I'm trying, I think I've, Watch the new episode of South Park. Consistently good. They're, they're okay. Yeah, they're all right. The one about Tolkien was great. Yeah, I did enjoy that's that. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's a very good joke. Uh, yeah. Are you watching that online? Yeah. Did you get Super Sky, Eagles. Did you get Sky Catch up? <clears throat> yeah, I don't ask you. Come on, you've got Sky and you can use our speed here. No. <laughs> get your mods out. No, I'm <laughs> just wondering if it's, if it's on a streaming site or would they have to acquire it? No, you probably have to acquire it. That's fair enough. Yeah. I remember... I won't say her name. Uh, we had a friend who worked for Sky and gave gave us her details, and it was great. We had free Sky, and then for we hadn't seen her in about three years, and then something happened to her. 
I don't know what it was, but we basically lost the details. It was like we had to turn the modem off, on and off again, or something like that. Sorry, the router, and uh, and it wiped it. And then I was like, "Man, we can't even really speak to like three years." We can't like, say hi. What's your Sky details? Uh, how's it going? I know we've not spoken three years, but yeah. we lost your Sky details. Can so <laughs> could you oblige? <laughs> yeah, that I'm was a, a bummer, man. I miss Sky. Uh, that was the reason we were able to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> It's like, man, we had fucking Sky. Because <laughs> it was every channel as well. It was every like, fucking man. channel was great, man. <clears throat> remember watching some of the fucking football yeah. and that? It was a... Was it at one point, did you know, like, watch the football on it or something like that? No, it was just like, I'm away. Uh, no, that I, was BBC that had the VR football thing that you're thinking. Bring that back, man. That's That was great. That was absolutely great. That's the future. Absolutely. <clears throat> if, a, if you want to see... A video of shit is that on YouTube? That is on YouTube. Right. Tommy wearing a VR headset and drinking beer through a straw. <laughs> the headset was massive. I couldn't fucking do that. Man. <laughs> Paco went and got me a straw specifically. It was great. That was that. Yeah, that was a. It what was a great... to those mugs? What mugs? It was like they were like they were bright coloured plastic mugs that had like a layer. You put them in the freezer that had water in the inside of them. Right. So it was like. When you took it out of the freezer, it was the oh, mug yeah, itself yeah, yeah, was yeah. a giant ice cube. Well, I don't know, man. It'll be in a cupboard somewhere. Will it know, Tom? Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> so, the Batman. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> the only other film I've watched apart from Jackass. Mm. Um, I'm assuming we're going to do non-spoiler then spoiler. We can run through it like that, aye. I, don't, I mean, do we even need to go into spoiler territory? That's a, a, a lot of my, a lot of my mm. things are right. Okay, points which kind of are specific. Right, we'll do we'll do non-spoiler, and then like we'll be quite explicit saying mm-hmm. when we go into spoiler territory. Yeah. Okay. So, but so before it came out mm-hmm. from the trailers and stuff. You didn't seem that up in it, Tommy. Like you kept saying stuff and seemed off. Something about it. seemed off about it, aye. Yeah, because I actually thought it was like it looked pretty decent. It so, looked fine. I was just like, there's something that again just didn't seem. I don't know. And I did. And again, I, I really, really was not sure of Patson as the Batman, just because I'm not really been a fan of a lot of his work. Um, so that was my gripes with the trailer. <clears throat> but oh, I love the film. That was great. I've seen it twice. Uh, I will go watch it again. Probably, I'll probably watch it like four times, five times. Um, the three hours mark was a, also a concern, but I actually thought the three hours mark was a good thing because it gave it gave the story kind of room to breathe. Um, given that it's a proper kind of well, it starts off as a proper detective uh, story, and then by the third act, it's well, this is a superhero movie spectacle ending finale. Um, I thought Robert Pattinson was good as the Batman. Um. And again, I quite like the fact that it's mainly just seen him as Batman. Like, so the title's kind of justified as the Batman. When he's Bruce Wayne, he's kind of, as Neil would put it, sad anime emo kid. Uh, and who's I a believe, bit... Uh, it's the phase of anime sad boy. There you go, anime sad boy. Um, yeah, because when he's Bruce Wayne, he's just, like, <coughs> he's just been a dick to Alfred, who's trying to help him. Um, but again... In the film, it, it kind of explains why he's um, sad anime boy, or like you know, is there is a family history? Could, of it. could it be because he's an orphan? Well, could it's it be because he's an orphan. Well, it's that, and he's also because he's an orphan. The family history reveals. Let's not that, forget he's an orphan. Yeah, 
but the family history reveals that so that kind of supports the idea so Pattinson I thought did really well um, I thought Paul, Paul Dano was great at the Riddler uh, it was a good take on the Riddler um, it's because it's kind of it was it'd be difficult to kind of do that character uh, well you're thinking of Jim Carrey though aren't you well I'm thinking more like when you it's kind of any kind of iteration it's like when Killian Murphy was going to be the Scarecrow I'm like how the fuck do you do that without it looking ridiculous and I thought Dano did quite well Um I thought Colin Farrell was great as the Penguin um, for what he had to do in it. It was a weird casting, but I know he's under hundreds of makeup, but I thought his performance was excellent. Um, and so, I quite like Zoe Kravitz as, Bat- as Catwoman, even though her character is probably the most kind of thinly written out of them. I thought John Totoro was good as Carmine Falcone. Uh, yeah, all in all, I was happy with it. Um, I didn't feel like it dragged the second time I watched it, the third act, it does drag a wee bit, but all in all, I was I was happy with it. Um, it's not perfect. I don't think it's the best Batman movie, um, but it's definitely one of the better ones. Matt Reeves absolutely kind of gets it in the sense that it doesn't try to be a Nolan Batman movie or a Keaton Batman movie. It's kind of a mix of the Arkham games, the animated series, and a wee bit of the Michael Keaton kind of goth kind of look to it. Um, he, Matt Reeves is clearly a fan of the movie Seven, which is seems to be a heavy influence in it. And there's certain graphic novels where you can see that there's influences from, uh, like the Long Halloween, Dark Victory, and that. And I kind of found out that apparently, um, Matt Reeves's uh, screenwriting teacher is, was Jeff Loeb, who is the author of those novels. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and I was like, oh, right, that, that makes sense. Um. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of kind of cool Easter eggs in there. Watching a second time, I was like, that's cool. That could lead to something else. Um, so already... they, they are like, they are planning on making this a trilogy again, right? The, I mean, they never, they don't say they're planning on doing it, but it's making tons of money and it leaves it open to so many things. The only thing I didn't like about it, well, sorry, it's not perfect, as I said, but the, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. There's one thing in it that I honestly wish they hadn't done. And I hope they don't follow up on it. And that is slightly a spoiler. But Right, like, I think I know what you're talking about. You do I know mean, what I'm talking about, right. so do you. Like, I'm pretty sure I said that as soon as we left the cinema. Yep, I acknowledged. Um, I, I mean, that, like, I did enjoy it. I think that three hours for a sitting in Cineworld is like a, a big ask, though. Which I mean, You did it for Endgame. You've done it for most while. I've, I've sat through those uh, a few times and stuff, man, but like, I don't know, it just seems like such a massive commitment when it's just like the one big chunk of that. I think it was more just because I knew it was going to be like a total kind of serious kind of brooding thing the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really good. Like, I did really enjoy it. Like, I, I was a lot more kind of up on it just after we left the cinema. Now that I've had time to kind of think about it, I'm not as impressed by a lot of it. Watch without the audio described subtitles. Did you idiots go and watch uh, audio described on? Yeah. Fannies. Should funny. have waited like an extra half hour and came with me a decent Well, and then get COVID, eh? We didn't actually know until we sat down. Yeah. To be fair. I didn't know. Uh, I, I, Oh, that's just bad, bad plan. Oh, so did oh, I mean, I mean, like, I, like I watch so much anime and play regardless. so many video games with subtitles. He's what I come. He's just done. That's what I said. Didn't make a difference to me. Man, this is a day out. I was like, I want to go see this, and I'm going to go see it today. If he's what I come, he's and it was a good time, man. Like I enjoyed it. Okay, yeah. continue. But it was just like I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot in that movie, 
And I don't even just mean like scenes, I mean like individual shots where it just lingers on shit unnecessarily for fucking ages. You could probably get that film down to two hours without losing anything from the whole fucking thing, man. It's like, the, even especially the start, it's like there's so many kind of just long shots of just nothing happening with Nirvana soundtrack in the background. And like, it's only the one song, but it's played twice. And it, it's, I think it's played more than twice, man. It's twice, I've seen it twice, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's at the start of the day. It's played a couple of times at the start, and then it's played No, it's played once. It's well, just a, it's it's probably just, I watched it last <laughs> night. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a long droning song that uh, goes on. But then other than that as well, it's like for the three hour runtime it felt like there was only like one other kind of tune for the whole thing. Because like they, what, they do try Ave, and, what Ave Maria? Oh no, like I forgot about that. I mean, I mean, like the Man. original the original soundtrack is just yeah. like that same Melody that just keeps coming back for yeah. the I whole time, man. The, the second watching it the second time, I fucking love the soundtrack. I wasn't really that sure about it, but I think it's my Michael Giacchino that does yeah, it, it's and I think it's fucking great. And especially like, the car, the car chase between him and the penguin, the fucking music's excellent. Uh, that like when it picks up the action and it's like the same kind of motif, but like a, a bit kind of funkier. Like I do like that, but do you know? And I'm not saying it's it's bad as this. Okay. But the fact that it was so constant throughout the whole film, it started making me think of Thunderball when it was in there. For fucking two hours, man. It's like, man, you know what's an exciting action sequence? Folk fighting underwater. No, it's not. Right, just speed it up and then add that tune in. No. Again, it's just that, see, because it's just the whole film and it doesn't really change. It's like, for fuck's sake, man. But I... I do think it was really good. Like... Not to, to kind of go into spoiler territory, but like, I think Paul Dano done a really good job up until the end where I think he became really bad. Yep. <laughs> yep. 100%. But for for the most part, if I was like, for me, it's like one of the better uh, Batman films I've got. I would need to rewatch uh, the, the Nolan ones because it's been you so, it. it's so long since I, like, I really like Batman Begins. It's been so long since I've seen it. I, I, like I, I definitely think this is better than Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises I think it's better than Keaton's Batman and Batman Returns and obviously the Clooney and the Val Kilmer ones like I think it's better than all of them I just don't know if Batman Begins holds up as much as I think it does well, watching this a second time like I, I still think the Dark Knight is my favourite uh, Batman movie uh, then I was like it might be the Maybe I mean if we're gonna go like Mask of the Phantasm's a fucking awesome Mask movie. Mask of the Phantasm's the best Batman movie. Uh, Lego Batman's a good Batman that is movie. The, that is the second best Batman um, movie. But yeah, like watching this, I was like, I don't know where it kind of stands in terms of like the, the live action Batman movies for me. I was like, Dark Knight's still my favorite, and then it's like Batman Begins, then this, and watching this again, I'm like. It's, I don't know, it just feels like it's... Matt Reeves has made this thing his own thing. It doesn't feel it's, like it's a Nolan pretender right. or like a, a Burton pretender. It, fe- it feels like... Right, Matt Reeves has made his own thing, but the whole film, or at least the first two hours of that film, just feels like a Brian De Palma film from the 80s. I don't, I don't see that. I don't, like, everything keeps going on about it being seven, but so much of the, the... At least the opening hour and a half of that film is... Brian De Palma from the 80s, like body heat kind of era. Uh, it's got kind of tones of like 70s meetings, Giallo all over it. It's that, that film is Matt Reeves doing a Quentin Tarantino and just lifting 
from genres. Well, I mean, I think he's knit together. Well, he's. I think. I think he's. He does it well. Yeah, I think he does it successfully. He does it well, but there's nothing original in that. No, I don't think there's anything original in it, but I think one thing that was actually really quite good was it felt like a detective story as opposed at to the, this is a superhero spectacle. At the ah, start, it does. But, until you ha- that one, once the Fast and the Furious happens, the, I also think it loses all that. Like, that, I did like that aspect of it. Kind of, especially the voiceover stuff at the start where like it's got him kind of monologuing. And stuff. Oh, I, yeah. I quite liked all that kind of feel to it because it, it had like a an old kind of noir detective noir vibe to it. Yeah. But I kind of wish they kind of leaned more into that because when it comes down to it, he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. He's two years into it, <laughs> but I mean, like he's supposed to be like super fucking intelligent. He's supposed to be really good at this shit like all the time. He's like mega smart, but like the riddles that they've got him solving are like the sort of shit you would find on crappy clickbait Facebook pages. For the most part, do you know what I mean it's like he never does anything that's like groundbreaking detective work? It's all like something you would find at the back of a fucking newspaper. Alfred does most of the Aye. work. Alfred's the one that breaks the code for it and stuff like that. Well, um, at one point he does break it, but then Bruce says, isolate that, Aye. and then reveals the word. A lot of it is like, wow, that was we're, we're, convenient. We're, we're convenient. That's we're but there's a lot of that in it where, as I said, it's not perfect at all. But there's lots of times but, where you find Alfred. Jim Gordon repeating what's going on as in the plot for the audience, like yeah, man, we, we get it, we get it. We're not I, I would, I mean, if they do make more, which they probably will, because this, oh, is, like, this, this is making. Like, it I, I would, I would like them to lean harder into like him actually being like a detective rather than just kind of showing up and punching folk. There's a couple uh, of things that they leave there where it could go in many directions. Like I've spoke to me and Lee, we're going to watch it uh, again. And we've already been kind of armchair fantasy booking, right? What should where should they go next? Because there's a lot of options right. they can use. But again, one of the yeah, options is that thing at the end where I'm like, do right, okay, not I, go I there. Well, do right. not go there. There are plenty of other options. Yeah. And I mean, you're making it kind of obvious. Yeah, I don't get, get that. Um, yeah, but like, there's like the fact that this talks about kind of and again, Gotham's elite, and I'm like right away as soon as I was like this is what the sequel should be or this is where you could go with the sequel or even lead this into bits of it and then the third movie could be about this. So there's a lot of things I could do with Like I also think that like this is maybe one of the best examples of like modernising the way people are with the internet and stuff like that that doesn't feel just cringy as shit. Yeah. Like all the all the stuff where like the use of social media and like chat rooms. I like kind of back kind of you know more like dark web like chat rooms and shit like yeah, that like yeah. off the kind of off the kind of grid mm-hmm. stuff like that all felt like it actually did service the plot it wasn't it didn't feel forced or like just yeah half-assed like you, yeah. you quite usually get like if somebody's trying like all the uh, not so much the riddler himself but like his kind of cronies mm. like they all had quite good incel vibes without just being like over the top of it, like, it, did, it didn't like the sort of things. It's the sort of things. This is a cliche thing. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. It was like it serviced the story and it serviced it well. It wasn't just oh look, look at him. That's a thing, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so Danny, how did you enjoy that? I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I have to caveat the whole thing and say I was put off by the audio description mm. because whenever I seen come up, 
and I saw the subtitle, you would see the first person's subtitle mm-hmm. and the, the reply to it in the same uh, yeah. shot. Yeah, so it rips the, any tension or, yeah. or discovery out of, out of the scene for me. But I still enjoyed the film. I'm going to repeat what Neil said everybody's saying because I think it was heavily going for seven vibes. The film was just soaking wet. Matt, Matt Reeves <laughs> no, said... Like, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was dark all the time and the whole yeah, detective, the detective aspect of it is you, exactly like seven. Yeah, all the time. Have, you, have you watched a lot of Brian De Palma films from Vegas? I haven't. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's not like that. Yeah. Uh, Matt Reeves has said seven is a direct... Uh, yeah, uh, no, I, I can see the seven, seven vibes... But I think there was also a lot of that other stuff as well. I think I think Pal Paco was saying he wished it leaned more into the detective stuff, and we kind of talked about this briefly in the way back from the show. Like, they were, obviously, it's never going to be an eighteen film. Batman's not going to be. No, it just it doesn't have to be. But I think if they had done that and leaned into the whole detective I mean, seven I, creepiness a bit more, it would have been you're, awesome. You're saying it'll never happen, but like Deadpool and Logan. Both knocked out of the park when they got their 18s and stuff like that. They're, like they're not 18s. Logan is, is it not? Oh, it's 15. It's a 15. Is it? I thought for some reason I thought they they're, were both they're, 18s. They're, in America, they're R rated, and obviously it's a bit. Is it, is, is it R rated? NCR 17? Yeah, R's are 15. In yeah, America, that's so it. The, the, yeah, 17, Logan's a 15, and I'm sure Dental's a 15. Is, for, is Deadpool an 18? For some reason I thought they were both 18s. Logan, I'm sure, is 15 because, again, Jackman took a price cut because he wanted it to be a 15 because they were wanting like, to have a. Dead, Deadpool like, shows mutilations and blood and, and house swearing and sex scenes. I think like, if that's not one, an 18, I how the fuck? I think Deadpool's an 18, I'm not sure. I think that uh, the only thing is, is like it no, was, it's a fifteen. Uh, really? It was yeah. like it was like the highest grossing R-rating movie ever to come out on like Valentine's Day or something like that. Right. But yeah, I remember. But like, I mean, like, like if they're only fifteens, then what, what do you need to add to it to make it an eighteen? Think about think about like Paul Dano's character. You know to say that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He he's meant to be like this kind of creepy guy, and the whole creepiness vibe I think is ratcheted up. I'm not a gore fiend, but when you look at stuff like Seven and the way those uh, crime scenes were shown, it was it was kind of traumatic. It's it really gruesome. Yeah. And Whereas, I, like in this, the, it's like there's a real sick, twisted vibe oh, yeah. to it. There's implied stuff in this, but you never actually see yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. If, if, you can, if you can do the murder scenes from Hannibal on network television, mm. you can do similar. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, like in, in Seven, like you've got that big fucking hank dude and a face through a ball, a, a face of ball of yeah, and it just yeah, looks, yeah. it looks, you can smell that. Yeah, room. it's a grimness. Yeah, even and even the guy he leaves, it's like, in the bed, barely alive. Yeah, they like, think he's dead. Jesus Christ, man! Uh, yeah. Yeah. But there's a, there's times in this where the, the Riddler will brutally bludgeon someone and it feels intense. But yeah, but you don't you don't really. It's all. It's dark. It's and then, like, the shadows, you, you, it's, you see yeah, the you see cool. the weapon with blood in it, but you don't really see. I'm not that. I'm, like I'm saying, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not really any kind of shock stuff. But I, mm. I don't think there's any denying that it kind of does ramp the yeah. the intensity up. Yeah. There's some like films that are quite intensely violent and just really smart, but because they're an eighteen, they didn't make the money that or that they would have liked. Dread's a good example of that. I mean, yeah, that's technically a, that's a comic book movie that could be a franchise, but it just didn't make the money because it's an eighteen. Yeah. I was surprised when I, I wonder if that is why that didn't make the money though like, it is I think it is. Yeah. it is it's not because it was out the same year as The Raid but nobody knew what the fuck The Raid was at that point yeah. in the I, but like way. also how many people actually like really fucking like Judge Dredd anymore Just, is it, like it's a kind of weird offshoot my uncle used to collect the comics every week and he had fucking binders full of them yeah, like, uh, like, massive amounts of them I, I feel like Scottish 
produced? What's her name? Uh, well, it was 2008. Was I, feel, I feel like after the Stallone <clears throat> Judge Dredd movie, like all the, the kind of like casual people would have just seen Judge Dredd and thought that's yeah. that shit oh, franchise. Ca- even even yeah. although like, the Stallone one was like decades before yeah. it or whatever, man. But yeah. like, I don't think Judge Dredd didn't make money because it was eighteen. I think it just didn't make money because it was Judge Dredd. I I don't know, man. I think awesome. if that I think if that film was a twelve A, you would have a wider audience than that. It just wouldn't Pretty be as terrible. good. It, yeah, it just it wouldn't have been as good because it would have been a cliche ridden fucking bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Dredd's one of the. F- examples where i seen the trailer for that and it looked fucking rotten and i watched it i was like yeah it, this is this is it was at a point as well where you're like yeah it's just goodies versus baddies there's no fucking oh it turns out that so-and-so yeah. was involved and they were in it i was like no this is just an old-fashioned action movie oh. and it was really simple and well done and i was like it's a shame they didn't get that and then there was supposed to be the tv show which carl urban says he's happily Happily willing to return to be Dread, but it's just not got off the floor yet. And I would love to see a Dread too, but there you go. Well, he's busy with the boys, isn't he? Well, I mean that's so. that's wrapped just now, and <clears throat> he's got the new Star Trek movie to look forward to. Oh God! <laughs> uh, I also thought uh, Zoe Kravitz's character was quite. She didn't really have a lot of depth. Uh, she's kind of like a bit. I don't want to say pathetic. She's not pathetic, but she's just just doesn't really. In the words you're looking for, is shallow. Maybe, but she's kind of just obsessed by her pal, and she's a bit weepy over her pal at the start, and then she's a bit weepy over Batman at the end. I don't know. She yeah, she's just a bit like just kind of hanging on the end. She's not really. Well, Actually, she she's says, pretty good, isn't it? No, yeah. she she's okay. I think I don't think she does a bad job, but I think the character wasn't. I don't know. Like the, you're saying that, but the, she does have a line in it where she says, "I'm I've got something for strays," and I think like that's maybe just part of her personality is that she likes the kind of you know the outsider maybe kind of the, the technical term for that is a messiah complex no that and uh, there's other things that happen in the film where you're like well she's obviously a very scarred individual trauma- traumatised individual as well she wants to fix folk Tom mm. also the other thing we haven't like really mentioned I like sassiness as well at times there's a lot of Selena Kyle from the comics uh, in some of the lines that she had like her or uh, the, the moments when she does fight and stuff as well like the fact that she's like way more agile and that I thought that was all it looked really good uh, the other thing we haven't mentioned is a lot of this film was shot in Glasgow and I've always thought most of it was actually shot in Liverpool Liverpool was it the only shots in Glasgow the ne- were the Necropolis and the Goma art Goma. library that they yeah. like I mean this is like why it was like, I, I find that aspect of it off putting because like I, I'd always thought it would, it would be really cool to have loads of films like set in the place that we live mm-hmm. kind of thing like when you when you look at like New York or LA and stuff like that like I was like man that must be like really cool to like live in that city and like to see all these stuff just coming up in films all the time yeah, kind it, of takes out of it though. it does yeah. but like more so just because it's like such it's so a place like seeing two people ride motorbikes through the necropolis mm-hmm. just like what the fuck are you doing and then the the modern art gallery as well like they never showed you any shots of that that weren't like completely digitally edited yeah. to fuck yeah. so it was like you could recognise it but it was just wrong it just everything felt like Glasgow ordered off a of wish.com do you know I mean it was just kinda... I, didn't, I didn't mind it because it's the same I think it's it's like any kind of a lot of Batman films are made up of different cities because Gotham City is supposed to be fucking huge and all that so it doesn't bother me I'm, I think... you, you, you'll probably feel a bit off-putting if you go watch Batgirl because I think apparently yeah. the whole thing is getting shot here but also that's been shot in the areas I deliver mail to 
Are you in it, aye? Pack up one point, turn to me in the middle of that night. Alright, who's going on in here? And he, as I seen in a, in a house, and he goes, that's in Hot Hill, or oh, that's right. in Shots. I've done a shite in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird as well, though, man. Because I... The, the most recent time I was at that was after they had filmed there and it's now all cordoned off you can't get anywhere close to it mm-hmm. but like that building it's the building that contains a lot of spoilers we can talk about later <laughs> <laughs> see like um, look, I, I'd said on the group chat I'm going to go watch you guys if you fancy it and Paco and I like yeah that'd be good and then I did say to Paco now remember it's three hours <laughs> he went yeah. so I was, I was half expecting no and then again, me and Danny showed up and Paco was slightly late. The film hadn't started, but he came in and he was like, oh, for fuck, I can't believe this, three hours, I can't believe it. And he just kept saying three hours and I was like, nobody fucking asked you to be here, all right? And then just as the fucking... The certificate. Con- the- he just went, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I started fucking laughing. He's like, you dick, you better not ruin this for me. Sitting there just thinking, three hours, three hours. Stop saying three hours. Like, fucking knuckle down, boys, let's buckle in. Uh, three yeah. hours. It was just great. It was super quiet. A few hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised nobody else in the cinema started laughing. <laughs> they probably just wanted to make sharp. <laughs> yeah. Anything else to add to that, Danny? Yeah, no, it's a good film. Enjoyed it. Uh, still prefer the ones, but uh, aye, good film. What is is? Are you the same as like 99 percent of the planet? Where you think Dark Knight Rises is the best one out of the three? Dark Knight, not Dark Knight Rises. Not Dark Knight Rises. I enjoyed that, but I, I went to see the Dark Knight about six times in the cinema. Uh, we went so, to the IMAX, yeah. man. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> Blew my socks off. There's no putting them back on yet. I'm oh. sorry, man. It's, <laughs> it, it's fine that you are all wrong, but... <laughs> right, so Neil, I'm guessing at this point, from this moment on, we're probably going to be talking spoilers. Okay, for the non-spoiler people, I liked it, but... And that's a spoiler. That's, that's, that's my spoiler. Hey, so, if you're going to duck <coughs> out, like, thanks for making it this far through the podcast, we'll see you guys in, like, I don't know, five years or whatever we're going to come the next one. <laughs> we'll see you in a bit. She'll be a Marvel thing out soon enough. I hope you enjoyed the show. Oh, right, Moon Knight's at the end of this month. Doctor Strange is like sometime after that, then Kenobi's June. Mobius. I'm not watching that. Miss Marvel as well. These are the mock ups. (laughs) Mobius looks fucking shit. Don't worry, listeners, I will subject myself to Morbius. I'll also watch it just out of curiosity, but like, it does look terrible. It does look terrible. It looks like Venom terrible. (laughs) Which was really fucking bad. So, go go for it, Neil. Okay, so the Batman. I think is a fantastic hour and 45 followed by a bit of a slog for the rest of it um i think it did the film the film starts off really well and it drives home this notion that it's a second year batman so he's not brilliant at everything he's kind of always going to be the smartest guy in the room but sometimes maybe not Mm -hmm. So they do a really good point about that, how he's still quite an experience. He's still maturing. As yeah, he's still happened. maturing. Yeah. I like the stuff that he's still writing in his diaries and things mm-hmm. like that, seeing what's, what's working. As soon as... I think I described this with the Black Widow opening as well, because uh, that starts off with a slowed-down version of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's the world we live in now, man. Yeah. So when, Here's a world we live in, everybody. 
when what I felt felt like a kind of slower version of something in the way kicked in, I kind of giggled to myself. Uh, is that a slower version of the Nirvana song, or is that just the Nirvana it, it song? It felt slower to me, but it's I, maybe just because it it's maybe just because I'm not as familiar with the song. It might well just be that speed. Um, I kind of giggled to myself, thinking, "Right, okay, this film is going to take itself really seriously." And boy, howdy, oh, does yeah. that film take itself really, really seriously. To the point where... Murder's serious, mate. Where I've seen a lot of people comment about how it's a very humourless film. Why so serious, mate? I You <laughs> <laughs> said that in that other film, mate. <laughs> Sorry. So, well, I've seen people talk about how it's like humourless and it's very pole-faced and oh, it's right. bleak. And yeah... But because of that, I found a lot of humour in this film. There was a lot of times I laughed out loud at this film. Uh, Were you be- high? I, no, I was high, but... I said to that chap. <laughs> but no... But also you were in the midst of catching coronavirus. Yeah, because it, because it's, because it takes itself so seriously, there's just some moments... I, I when, cannot... Yeah. Which just kind of... Let's see when... Sorry, everyone. It's just like I kind of get on this idea that folk are criticising it for being humorless. We've got the MCU and twenty-five million films where every fucking moment of tension is interrupted by a fucking gag. Let a film just be fucking serious. No, I let a film be serious, but because because this takes itself so serious, there was just moments which I just creased myself laughing. Like see when Big Colin Farrell rocks up the first time doing his Polly Walnuts impression, because. That's what it's like. Like, yeah. okay, it's, he's a he's a mafia. He, he's the yeah, most, he's a he's mafia. The most kinda, he's 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 the most comic book. Comic, he's yeah. he's hard comic booking at I'm, that point. Like, I had I had flashbacks to big uh, fucking Punisher Warzone and Jigsaw. Jesus me. So that's why it wasn't it wasn't as bad, but I laughed to the same level. We never even actually mentioned him. And I liked Colin Farrell. I thought Colin Farrell was one of the best things in it. And then he didn't notice him. Yeah, I thought John Turturro, who I didn't even know was in it, uh, as soon as he turned out, I went, oh, John Turturro's in this. I forgot. And he did not disappoint. I thought he was one of the best things in it. Uh, I enjoyed Patterson's anime Sad Boy Batman. Um, I think he played the he played it really well. It was kind of telling uh, when he was Bruce Wayne more than anything else that I, I kind of enjoyed because he played it as this just crotchety emo loner just, which is what he would be he would be awkward with no social yeah. skills the movie's about I trauma thought, yeah which yeah. I thought was was a really good way to play it if sequels happen I don't know if Patterson's a man to kind of carry on because he's got because he has to evolve from that I see what you're saying like he has aye. to be the more heroic kind of guy this, I, it was fine for this film and it's fine for this but film aye. I just don't think Patterson's what, what as, a, as an actor I don't think he can play that role yeah. Like I do like how he he changed between being Batman and Bruce Wayne when the situation required yeah. it. Like going back to the club that second time and just being like, you know who I am, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, when he's just there as the billionaire, like a son of the the other kind of yeah. Waynes and stuff. Like I, I like that kind of because that's something that Christian Bale, like Bruce Wayne, was always like something that held that Batman back. Yeah. Whereas like with this one, it's like because. But that other than Alfred doesn't really have anybody he cares about, so it's there, you should be building up towards that though. That that is how Batman should be. That 
yeah. Bruce, Bruce Wayne is the secret identity oh, exactly. and that, that is holding him back and that's what Bale I think does successfully in yeah. Batman Begins and The Dark Knight where he's got like four women on his shoulder and he's like I'm going to buy this hotel but really yeah. he's like I just these cunts need to know that's nah, that's I, like I, I never thought those bits worked that well in that film because it was always like it just like I could get the point of it is to show that that's him trying to disguise the fact that he's this fucking he's brooding a, he's a vigilante yeah, it's like by a like yeah. but I mean he's not really though he's like he's only doing that like as his beard that's his cover aye because he has uh, to keep up appearances for when Enterprise like it just I bet it never it never sat well with me in the, the Nolan films like it just anytime he was Bruce Wayne it always just felt I don't know just just off I whereas like this one with Pattinson like whenever he's there like because he is just like this Mopey, awkward, yeah, awkward, awkward, like young dude. Guy. Aye, yeah. it does work. But I, like, I, get, no, I get your, I get your point. Yeah, on that, like, I, I enjoyed Patterson. I thought <laughs> even as a Batman, he was pretty good as well. Yeah, I think he did. I think it kind of worked in his favor that because it was the year two Batman, he didn't have to be as I'm a fucking ninja uh, as Batman gets. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of times where he's fighting, yeah, and, and he's he's get he's sloppy. Yeah, I showed you that he's that he's fallible. That he's no got quite got yeah. it yet. Do you know exactly. think like I, I know I, like I'm not really sure which one came first. Like I'm guessing it's Batman, but this version of Batman felt to me like they had taken a lot of a uh, what worked in Daredevil season one and two and all the rest of it to the Netflix show yeah, and the, the, in, like, especially the way it starts there, there, like, there is elements of that because like, the, the way he fights Daredevil feels Daredevil a little more like a, a Batman yeah. kind of analogue but, but it, like, I'm sure they've been stealing from each other for yeah. fucking decades at this point like that, that this movie felt a lot like that Daredevil TV yeah. show like season one and two and it, that, it, was, like, it was very much like Miller's year one Batman mm-hmm. but it's still a Batman finding his feet mm-hmm. But, um, it was yeah. nice to not see it again I was like the voiceover was cool it's very kind of Batman-y and yeah. I was like at least we, I mean they do talk about it but we don't get his fucking parents getting oh yeah like if that's all peril drops again I would have left yeah they talk about but, it but that it, but they make sure yeah. you, you remember that he's an orphan right I, he's dead all get that that he's an orphan yeah. yeah I don't have a problem with that I don't have a problem I mean, no, it's like, it's it's just, it, it was I'm not saying it's a problem that he's an orphan. The problem for me was just that we kept driving that whole. But it, but it was, but it, it was so important to the plot, though. That's the thing, yeah. because like that was like not I'll only tell you what an orphan is not a billionaire son, blah right. blah blah. Yeah. An orphan has been in a a room with five other folk and rats are chewing your, other folk well whatever it is you know what I mean chewing your fingers and it's cold and babies then, dying on, that's, on that's that, what an orphan on top is of that, the, the Waynes had promised this whole renewal thing as part of like that whole part with the orphanage and stuff and then it was just used and abused by all the governments to just well, the, launder the money only, basically yeah. like, I, just, I just feel that it was a point that was hammered home to I, I think it was hammered home intentionally like yeah. at no point did it feel like it was you know, unnecessary. Like they were reminding yeah. you that this film is about orphans. Paul Dano is an orphan. He's an orphan. Like the mayor's son has just been orphaned. The orphanage, like, uh, is a massive part of all the stuff that kind of happens in this film. Yeah. So, like again, it's like that. It has that kind of nice arc where it's like you. Know, the first time you see him, he's you know, it's in the trailer. You know, who are you? I'm vengeance, kind of thing. And it's like he's. I laughed at that line as well. I probably did. <laughs> so but it was, it's the way he was. But, it, but it's. I laughed at it because. You're, you're getting 90s Edgelord Batman. That's yeah. exactly the kind of thing Some you anime. would say. But also so there's like, dumb. It's, there's it's, also it's, like payoff to that later on when someone yeah. uses it against them and they kind of, yeah, kind of <laughs> But <laughs> again, I, I quite like 
like just what we're talking about like the orphan aspect and the but the whole that works really well because it's kind of got that nice arc of Batman and sorry Bruce Wayne where he's like yeah I'm I'm fucking annoyed I'm angry I am vengeance and I will have to do this and blah 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 and then it's like Paul Dano feels the same way except in a different manner as does most of Gotham because I quite liked again I know it's daft but when he's like you know takes off the wee Riddler pronoun here he's like I'm vengeance and then Batman kind of has a thought it's like fuck what am I I'm going down that path I need to refocus and mature my goals and uh I thought the fact that yeah, Dano, him, and everyone is like the whole film is about how Gotham is angry, and like it is going so into it's, it's just Joker then. Well, it's, is, it's, is this film just Joker, but with a different. No, not at all. Funny not you should say all. that though, man. But it, uh, there's a lot of Batman. The, the last part of that film is just Joker the, with a different guy. The last, like, I think that's. I like Joker. Like, I think that a uh, Joaquin Phoenix done like a fucking great job with that. Like what that's become in real life since then, where it's just like the worst fucking people taking the worst fucking parts of it mm. and just getting just not really getting the, the point of it. I I feel like the the Titans TV show that's on Netflix like leans so heavily into it as well and just gets it fucking wrong. And it just seems like now DC wants to make every one of its fucking villains heroic. No, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix version of the Joker, like yeah. every single one of them. But that, that's like Paul that. Dano at the end, like he done when when he was basically just the Zodiac killer and like a yeah, wee bit, like, a I, wee bit unhinged at the start. He was fine. I, when he's well, a master. I, I, haven't, I haven't really enjoyed Paul Dano in much. I think he's I think he's fine. Jesus, really? I think he's I think he's a serviceable actor. I think he was excellent in There Will Be Blood and Prisoners. I, I think I think he's fine. <coughs> and whatever uh, that Ruby Sparks, Ruby Sparks. Oh. I don't and care. Looper. I still only think he's fine, right? <laughs> he was he's good at this one. Well. <laughs> <He's laughs> I thought he was good. Let's see while he still had the hood on. And huh? he was just this kind of maniac. rage maniac. It was fine. See, as soon as he had his hood, his hood off, and you had to look at his big, stupid face. I just. And, I thought he and then he had the interrogation scene where he's like, oh, fuck him in the fucking Heath Ledger shadow. I've got to chew Aye. even more scenery. Exactly, man. Scenery. And he just became it, terrible. It was, it was, it was almost like... Total, it was a total... It was almost... It overacted so much. Aye. It was almost they, like before... They kind of put it into parody. Exactly. Like, it was almost like before it, they'd say to him, look, man, look, you've got this line reading and you could do it normal or you could try and make yeah. it iconic by make being it, a bit fucking... Make it a bit I think it like, just, it just it just did not work. I read that I think he insisted on doing that scene like 70 odd times. No, it was one of the ones when he was on the phone. Oh, was it? I thought yeah. it was that scene. It's the one when he's on the phone. Right. Well, no. that stuff was alright. And then when it just turned into, oh, he's got a wee gang of incels. I see it like... But that's it. You look at the, well, the, no, the events of the past five yeah, years. Yeah, no, I understand why he just went down that line. I just thought that whole... Like, I'm going to jump back to the car chase. Because the car chase is where I think that film should have ended. Uh, because it spunks its load so much on that. Well, first of all, when they're they're getting shot at in this car park, and suddenly in the in the background they just the, the engine goes and the lights start flashing. I laughed at that. I thought that was hilarious. I loved it because it was really really stupid. I thought he stole the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, he did. So he stole it. He does. He does so stole like, it because he starts it again. And it, it's so it's so dumb and. 
So it was it's some it's like proper kind of eighties cheesy kind of horror yeah. does stuff like that and I thought that was great and then the car chase was really good although it did start to go on a wee bit too long but then it does the Fast and the Furious at the end and I was back on board and I thought that's it it's bumped its loads that's the best this film's been so far and then the pace just goes off a cliff and you get big Jeffrey Wright pure horn ringing oh man I'm the fucking I'm not even commissioned actually yet. I thought he was poor yeah, he was. Uh, really? I thought I thought he was really. I thought he was really like. Like Tommy, you were saying earlier, I'm going to explain this bit of the plot. I'm going to keep explaining. I it thought he was bit. like he was like <clears throat> so popular. I thought he was hand ringing I thought, I thought the he was whole just, way through. I don't know. I just didn't believe his character. Yeah. I mean, you know? and don't get me started on Alfred. Thought on a uh, Captain Gordon was it like why the fuck would he spend the first hour and a half whispering? He's not like, <laughs> like, he's sergeant at that yeah, point. No, he's, he's not commissioner, he's Captain Gordon at that he's point. Captain you know? Gordon, yeah. He's Captain Jim Gordon in, in the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. I never saw I don't remember. Because he joined the Gotham City Police as Captain. He is not he commissioner came, because Gordon. Because he came from Captain Chicago or something. Like. Or I didn't learn the backstory, Tommy. Did they mention that in the film? The film takes itself so seriously. I don't think he he fitted in very well doing that yeah because well, it, apparently it, this it, it is was too se- he was playing it too seriously this is it, a, this, it was total melodrama this thing apparently as well as them I, like, I don't know how much of this is accurate but apparently as well as them planning on making this a trilogy of films seemingly uh, Gordon had already had a green light for making a TV show about him yeah they were supposed to do a GCPD show but it's now becoming an Arkham show uh, yeah, right. Um, also, right. Uh, so it's not like a separate thing. Apparently now the the penguins get his own show. Is I, that Col- is that in Col- rap? Colin Farrell's agreed to that. Yeah, right. But that's is that the Arkham show that Neil's talking about, or is that right? No. no. Mm-hmm. So it, there are two different TV shows and potentially three movies coming out. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what DC like yeah. to do. Uh, they've got a streaming service they need to fill. Yeah. Uh, What's their service? Uh, HBO Max. Did you get that here? No. Stuff would just come out here somewhere else. Yeah, like we, normally we tend to go on the sky at some point. Or like we we tend to get like a few things from HBO on Netflix as well. Yeah. Um, I thought Andy Serkis' Alfred was a tenuous to the plot and didn't need to be there, and b rubbish. No, I, think, I, I think he's the worst live action Alfred. That is forgettable. Uh, yeah. MD could have played it absolutely yeah anybody could have played it yeah. was it just me I was maybe uh, too young did he just feel too young circus? no, no, no he like he like an aged guy and they do mention he used to be a soldier and all that yeah. because again there's who played oh they played they played, played up the whole kind of he's a bit more of a rough and tumble Alfred ah. who played Alfred in the Batman vs Superman Jeremy Irons right. and he was a very good Alfred yeah he's one of the few good things in that film I rewatched um uh, the combat scene in the warehouse from Batman vs Superman I was like that is a fucking really really great scene just before he rescues Martha just an Arkham but Asylum it's... fight scene in it yeah but I'm like it's just a shame that the rest of the film is yeah. tosh I Where's felt McKinley? I felt that <laughs> Zoe Kravitz was fine I felt Sheen Patterson had absolutely zero chemistry she uh, also gets like mega attached to him yeah far too far too yeah. easily um I felt you could have stripped our plot line out. It didn't really need to be there. You didn't need to have the reveal about Carmine Falcone being our father when they're just going to kill him off 10 minutes later. Aye. Also, that, that should have been 
if they're going to do long Halloween, just do fucking long Halloween. That like that was one of the things that confused me in the film as well. We are from the like not from the moment they're kind of introduced, but like they don't make any kind of secret of them being father and daughter. Like yeah. she explicitly says it, and then later on she gets like a private audience with them because he knows that she is his daughter. But then like when she goes and pulls a gun on him, she's like, "Do you remember my mother?" As if like it's a reveal. She yeah. goes, like, "Hello, dad." I'm so and so's thing, and it, that is but like he would have known on, 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 on a second time. It like as I said, watching it last night, it's still a bit where I'm a bit confused by that as well because the way she explains it, it it, it doesn't imply it, it, he if knows like, who she is, and he anytime he sees her, oh, it's been a long time, you've not been down the well. He is so familiar with her, man. but then when it's like dad, he's like what? Yeah, you do like that. That, that was weird. That would like, have you done that. What? <laughs> I kind of took that as like he knew that he'd had a daughter with that woman, but then she had disappeared somewhere, and mm. Zoe Kravitz's character came back and just walked. Which the again, that's possible. That's why he's familiar with her. No, because the reason that she could get so close to him like so easily is because he knows that that's his I, daughter. I, I thought it was because he's, he's meant to be like a slimy prick, yeah, and he yeah. fancies her. Right. What, what's the line I he never, says? I never got it. He that? says the first thing you see, you see. He says like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Don't like be a stranger." He, he kind of like he calls her a darling or don't be a stranger or something. Aye, like yeah, he, yeah. he does something that could be conceived as well. That would be because they're father and daughter, yeah. or that's because he's a perv. Yeah, and it's not that's, explained. That's it's not yeah. explained, so I can understand why why people would think mm-hmm. that. But you could be right. You could just be poor. poor it just right. seemed that, uh, that just kind of stood out. Something that was weird. I mean, I don't think like. Don't get me wrong, man. It's not like, oh my god, that that part like fucking ruined the film. It was just like when it happened, I was like, what the fuck's going on here, man? But yeah, there's a couple of times, like I said to you, that there's times where like I'll really like a film, but it's nice to kind of like you know rip it to pieces. Like where the fuck that? What was that about? And it's, there's loads of times like where I was like, usually I'd be like, where the fuck's he getting all that tech from? Who who's doing his car for him and all? Who's souping up the? We've not seen Lucius Fox with that, but at this point, I, like, I don't care. I was uh, super involved. See, like, he's Batman, <laughs> he just got that shit. I mean, that, like, uh, do you remember? I'm sure it's this, you walked out the cinema, though. Yeah, I think you like, well, yeah. At, at the start of the film, they show you the engine that he puts in the car and all that sort of stuff. It's like implied that he's doing this himself. Mm-hmm. But the, the way the movie rolls out, it feels like it all happens over the course of like two days. So, like, when the fuck did he get the time to actually finish the engine and put it in the car and stuff like that? During like, the day, mate, no, when he's not Batman. Like, it's not, that's not, like, a plot hole. That's just, like... No. It, it just I think feels the, like a contrivance. Does it not deal with the passage of time with... I think at the start you get an announcement on the telly about the start of the race for the mayoral campaign. But is it the start, by, or is it just they're in the middle of it? Are they in the middle of Aye, it? Because the guy and her are ickies and points. That's right. So it's then, yeah, it's the build up from that to where she's won. Aye. And that's your passage of time. Mm. And I think that is over a couple of months. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, because... It doesn't it, do a good job. Uh, no, it doesn't do a good yeah, job of telling you that. when but. he's murdered, he's the first guy to be murdered by the Riddler. Yeah. And then it's like, a while has passed and it's like, Oh, she's been announced as mayor, and I was like, "Yeah," because yeah, I'm right. guessing there was no follow-up candidate, and she wins by I don't know what default. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or maybe she was in it. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I do like so, that thing where right at the start you see a news uh, broadcast, and literally everything that becomes important in the third act is in that news broadcast. Like I, I like it because as Neil said earlier, it's just fucking dumb. <laughs> like it's like one of those things that's just so cliched at this point to like Here's have, what the end game is. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh my god, the seawall and the fucking election. It's like what happens at the end? The seawall breaks yeah. and the election's like all fucking 
There was just some really moments which kind of highlighted like the level of absurdity for me. Is one of them was when they go to. It's after it's after Falcone's been shot, so they they go into the apartment building, mm-hmm. and there's all these cops and Jim Gordon's bring the Batman in, and it's just you see a you see a shot of like your standard Gotham City cop standing pretty much nose to nose with the Batman, uh, and Pattinson looks tiny, he's no he's no bulked out in any way, so he's no imposing, and it just it kind of made it that be a bit more absurd of. Look at these cops. There's a guy dressed as a bat who's clearly a weirdo oh, psycho. Yeah. Oh. This is just ridiculous. This like that would never be allowed to stand. Uh, he's with me. Yeah. It's, well, I thought in, in terms of that, it's like, a comic book movie, so fine. Exactly. It, just, it's it, like, it felt absurd. So, yeah. This is the bit that reminds, because it takes itself so seriously. Oh, yeah. But it does remind you several times by this comic book film, especially yeah. in the third act. But the other thing I thought was kind of ridiculous is the amount of times Batman is just about the place was rucksack which happens to have a suit in it and you're like that's a big oh, fucking suit that's pretty yeah. complicated it's Wait, got a lot of shit in is it. that a thing yeah because oh, that's why he lives that's why he lives in Gotham Tower and not Wayne Manor because he, he cuts about with his bat suit in his backpack I yeah. see, see the very end when because um, he's cutting about in a hoodie for a lot of well it's not the very end but it's the bit where Zoe Kravitz is actually uh, talking to Carmine Falcone um, the, the private audience before she, she's planning on shooting him Batman well, like Zoe Kravitz is like, I'm gonna go and kill him because he needs to die, and then she fucks off, and then he's like, I gotta go stop her. So he gets his motorbike, gets his bat suit, goes to the club. She's in there. She's about to kill him. He gets in the club in his hoodie, batters like a few cunts, puts his suit back on, and then goes up the stairs to the penthouse and stops her as Batman. And I'm like, I mean, that's it's not a fucking you know wetsuit. You know, what I mean? it's got shit on it. It's got stuff that you know is like you don't know man it made me like a, just a, a tough onesie but it, the rucksack looks really <laughs> uh, small it's that, not like he's gonna that, man, in a that man takes a point blank bomb to the face there's no way that's not a some <laughs> kind <laughs> of shield I'd point out it's a two year Batman so I'll tell you he's what the, tech to stop a bomb to the face yeah, what, what the fuck he's was unstoppable that's... What the fuck was that suit made out of? Honestly, I was like, he should have died. Bomb, let's, let's be honest, he bomb in the face. So did Alfred should have died. He was just Alfred should have died. He was a bit dinged up. <laughs> it was like, no, mate, I think, out of the corner. I think, I'm from there to here, it's like fucking opening cunt's mail then. <laughs> I, I think Alfred dying would not have been a bad thing for that film. He wasn't established enough to for you to really care about it. Yeah, there's, there's enough. There's enough understanding of who the character is. Right. No, mate, you need him about because uh, Mopey, Emo, Bat, uh, Robert Pattinson, Bruce, Will- uh, Bruce Wayne Bruce Willis. does not want to <laughs> deal with anyone from Wayne Enterprises, so he needs to get Alfred to do it for him. Yeah. Or the auntie that's in the house. Well, she's not the auntie, I think she's a maid. She's a maid. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Look, I, I did enjoy it a lot. When I'm Adam not ragged on the third act. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Let's see, wrap see, up a bit, though. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go quickly. Let's see, because you've had that car chase. And that is the pinnacle of that film, pretty much. Like, the end of the car chase. The third act, kind of, for me, really dragged. And the final set piece in the... Stadium. In the, the stadium. Gotham Square Garden. Just, it lacked... I felt it lacked a lot. It didn't look good in any way. I thought, oh, I thought, I thought that's the first time that the, the effects kind of looked a bit ropey. Which, a lot of Warner Brothers films have ropey digital effects. Mm. So it's not really the film's fault. Well, it's a good use there, but 
I thought it looked and good. I just, I thought it was fine as well. I just, uh, I felt it didn't really have the, the same punch. Like, I, I'll agree, like, it, it was more open and more expansive at that point, whereas it had been a really constricted uh, film up yeah. to that point. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just like, the car chase. It, it, felt, it, of, felt, it felt like a concession to the, to the studio that, okay, you've had your, your tight, dark detective right. film, you've got to have your superhero. Now here's your comic book. Like, 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 I will say, like, it, it didn't really feel as kind of grandiose as like a lot yeah. of third it felt, it felt quite it muted. Fine. But also, like, and, but at, by that point, like, Paul Dano's being captured and all he's really got to fight is like a couple of fucking morons with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Like, five whelps. See, because yeah. it just became about like incels doing incel shit, I felt it kind of just, be, I didn't care as much. Like there was no real kind of. I don't mind. I'm quite happy to watch incels getting punched in the face. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's always a good thing. But in terms of your comic book tension, tension, and I don't think it was much of Batman it. punching three idiots was not uh, as much. I think as, as soon as Paul Dano was locked up in jail, yeah, it just it lost, lost a wee bit of edge. Yeah. Um, and then of course um, you get the oh, uh, we'll the probably get Bane in the next one. Oh, Bane. It was more the Joker tease the though. Joker. Than the... Oh, were you talking about that? I was talking about the fact where he injects himself with venom. Again, it's <laughs> is like... that what that was? <laughs> well, is that what that I, was supposed to be? Again, we don't the, know, but we, it, we don't know. But because, because of the color of it and what it did to him, that is what people are expecting. Right? Yeah. Like I, I, some, I mean, some, I just took that to just be like an adrenaline. Adrenaline. Shot. Yeah. Yeah. Some like, an adrenaline really... shot would not have been lime green. Yeah, it's like some folk yeah, are saying adrenaline, but it's like they're saying that's an Easter egg because it's yeah. green. It could be that. I can see that. Which yeah. again could be a good point because they might go with the the venom, the Batman Venom graphic novel where Batman is ad- addicted to it. I think if they do if they do that, yeah, yeah. But I think if you're going down the venom line, there'll be too much expectation that they would need to bring in Bane as a villain. I, I agree. don't think we want a bit, no. we want being yeah. I, I think it again be, if it should be the court of exactly, 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 court exactly. Of I mean you're saying like we don't want Bane in it yet like I like don't fucking put Bane in it at all no, it, don't it, put the Joker in it at all no, I, yeah, like, like, fucking, I, would, no. I would much rather that it was Two-Face and not the Joker or just yeah. anybody fucking else man yeah, like yeah. the Deadshot. They they done so well. Uh, They've yeah. done so well in this movie, not just relying on the fucking Joker like every other fucking Batman film See, like, has done. When, when I was gonna, and that that ending is like just fucking don't. We just no, don't do it. We man. don't need that tease. I wish they hadn't had that tease. It's the worst thing in the, the film actor, for me. The actor that plays him as well, though. It really. Be... No, he's he like I think he's actually. I thought that performance was. I mean, you don't really see him. But it was like, <laughs> it was like he's no. he's a big enough name. I think that. It's going to be. It's going yeah, to be. I, will be, I yeah. hope not. But like, I'm with you, Neil. As soon as it ended, I was like, right, okay. Logically, you either work up to a, even to the third film with sprinkles of it in the second movie that it's about the core Isles because the film is about Gotham's elite and the corruption among the. Yeah. You should be like, we've just scratched the surface because the Court of Owls is the deeper and the, puppet the, masters. The, the, rec, like, the kind of retconning of like the the kind of history of the Waynes and the Arkhams together. See? How would see like go that route? Yeah, it's just, it's but like, just also, so good. I mean, there was like I'm sure at one point it actually cuts to like a shot of a TV and the word "hush" is on the screen. Yes, yeah. aye, but but that storyline as well, man, that's never been done in any of the movies. The, the thing about like there, there's two ways to look at that. There, like there's a, the the kind of Easter egg way of like, oh, it could be hush, could be a villain, which again, given the way that this has went, absolutely see, could be that. See when you when you look at what this film is, mm-hmm. a hush movie that is dedicated to that storyline 
I think would be like way more interested than anything they could do with the Joker or Bane. No, I agree, but that, that it would be a good companion. Joker's English. But you know, like, but Joker's not like the main yeah, dude though. Yeah, like yeah. the the funnily enough, it's the Riddler that's like one of the main uh, things about Hush. But it's good because again, Hush was a friend of. Uh, Bruce, Bruce is growing up and it's like yeah this could tie in with like he was also an orphan I do believe yeah but that's what I'm saying it's like you could tie that in <laughs> uh, with the the, the core of Owls absolutely is if you work if you work up to that to be maybe the third film but kind of mention it in, or, or, or kind of allude to some of it in the second movie you could get that another one I was like if you want to keep it simple what if because Penguin will have taken control of Carmine Falcone's empire what if he hires um, uh, fuck I was going to say Deadshot Deathstroke hire Deathstroke to assassinate Batman you could even have Hugo uh, Strange in there somewhere I know I'm over the Arkham games point, but I, mean, like, I don't think Hugo Strange would be good for a film maybe he maybe could, he's maybe, maybe, you, you could do him but I don't think I, could, what if he's the one that comes up with the Venom serum and but it's already there, the one it like Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, but maybe he's the manufacturer. Maybe he's maybe it's something to do with the drip, was it drip heads? It's like man, you can mm-hmm. you can lean into that as well. There's loads of fucking. I just think like, but just don't do the Joker. Uh, exactly, yeah. man. Like, but not even that though. Like, uh, Tom Hardy's Bane was like such an iconic thing that like even though Bane well, is only really he's only really appeared like he was man like as much as like people didn't they. Like gel with that movie so much, like that character of being is like it was fucking huge, man. It had like people fucking wanting to buy bomber jackets and like just talking about it and shit for fucking ages, man. Like even after the film came out, it was still like a and the, the voice, aye, lovely, lovely voice. That's a lovely, lovely voice. Do you, like, <laughs> the, like whether or not like you Hardy's think he's being, because everybody that's just because everybody it's bad, like, like it because it's really like, ridiculous. Steer away from that, though. Don't do Bane again. We fucking had one not that long ago. Yeah. The same, just don't do the Joker because it's been in fucking every fucking thing ever, man. Do you remember Bane and like, Batman and Robin? <laughs> Christ! I would just he was he was played by a wrestler who went by the name of the Final Solution. Yes. Yeah. Any, any any villain that has been in any of the live action Batman films, I think they should just be like they're off the table. Right? Yeah, so them, we've seen that. Aye, well, even Two Face and fucking. I mean, like they had the riddle in this one, and obviously there was the Jim Carrey one before and stuff, man. But like Penguin as well. Aye, don't don't have. But this is a different. Uh, this isn't the fucking weird penguin getting Batman still. returns. There's there's so many other like villains in Batman, and granted, a lot of them are fucking ridiculous. But like, there's but a, then, there's a decent amount of good ones there as well that just have never been done. Then, given the Batman's tone, and I feel it's presented as a very this could be a real world Batman, right, which is why Hush I think would work. Which is yeah, Hush would work. Do you then, but do you then bring in the more kind of weirder elements of well, the Batman villain uh, canon? Well, again, do you go maybe a Mister Freeze? Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like, like there, Mister Freeze done properly? There's, there's exactly. also there's also a way of doing Mister Freeze and making it feel like it's something that could actually happen. Yeah. Day it as that Snyder one off where you find out his wife 
it's not really his wife. Yeah, or just do Heart of Ice. Do Heart of Ice. Yeah, that ice. could do. But again, it's like, yeah, you can't put him in a fucking ice thing and do it like that. But that would be, I believe, Matt Reeves. Because then he's not Mr. Freeze. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is he's not a core, he's not got a core on his head. I am out. But with Matt Reeves, <laughs> see, with Matt Reeves, I'm like, right, the next villain's going to be Mr. Freeze. You have to problem solve that. How do you make that work in this world? And I would, I would you, be, paint, you paint Mad Mickelson blue. God, he would Mad be Mickelson great. Would be great that would work. But no, with a you fucking don't go for anybody suit. else. He's like, no, mate. Do not make him a fucking full suit, ice gun. No, name all of it. No, do you know what I hope? No. I hope that Daniel Craig's the main villain in the next one. You'll just to fuck you off. I like Daniel Craig. I, I, just, don't like, I just don't like Bond. Someone did a mock-up of him as Mr. Freeze. Not <laughs> like no. I don't want that. Well, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. There was I, like, would I, was take, I would take him as an Avatar. Maybe he's ugly enough. I mean, I know that a uh, Firefly, Brendan Fraser's Firefly, and a yeah. uh, Batgirl, right? So like, maybe know him as a villain, but like, I think Firefly could have been a character that maybe you could have done. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. But just there's there's a lot. I mean, like, sure enough, Calendar Man even is like yeah. Yeah. a ridiculous yeah. villain. But if you want to make him into like just a fucking Aye, like somebody who's like just a more grounded serial killer like just well, we have seen Victor Zaz once before though in the live action movies portrayed by the lead singer of James but he's never been like the main thing though it's never no, been like it's like you see him one twice and that's it but yeah no the, yeah there, there's endless possibilities but they, they can't help but go to the well with the established villains it's because people are going to watch a film with exactly exactly because people are idiots that's, that's annoying People are idiots. But that's the problem as well because, like, Joker is like, you know, Batman is the ying to Batman. Well, he's the yang to Batman Jin kind of thing. It is this, they're iconic and that is his villain. But you're like, yeah, but get a rest, all right? You all can right. easily make something else like that. It doesn't need to be the Joker. Yeah. I really fucking hope it's not the Joker. I will. I hope Matt Reeves is smart enough to know you don't we've put, had enough you of that. You don't put that stinger at the end I know, of but apparently they, they, apparently they, that was like, they weren't sure if they were going to do that and I, I really wish they hadn't. Part of me kind of thinks the studio are like, no, don't put that, don't put that, you have to put that in, tease that. Do you know the only way that pays they off? Cut, they cut two other scenes with them, so. Oh, Jesus. So it was Christ. always a choice. That the the, the, the only way that pays off is if like the Batman 2 starts up and it's like it starts off with a joker and he just gets killed. <laughs> they, like, ne- they would never do that. But I know it starts off with a bank robbery and he just dies. He just dies. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he tries to do his like fucking like antics that require ridiculous amounts of fucking precision, but he just gets shot in the face and that's how it in the game. A friend of mine at work was like, Oh, you know, I, don't feel like I, I, I would be up for it if Keon decided to play it as Caesar Romero, sixties Joker. You'd have to grow a moustache though. <laughs> and and, and cover it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be up for that. Um, um, a friend of mine at work was like, oh, do you know be a great villain? I'd love to see him in a film. Clayface. And I'm like, huh? Clayface um, is a good film, but you, you couldn't do that properly. Not yeah, in, you, not you in this. I've actually won it. Would look terrible. Not in this series, you couldn't do that. I, like, I just yeah, said to like, watch it, animated series, mate. Just watch that. It's great. If <laughs> it wasn't a Warner Brothers film, you could do it. But Warner Brothers is... Oh really bad you could maybe in in the kind of things that they've done recently you could maybe get a clay face in the suicide squad yeah you couldn't get you couldn't get a clay face in this no No they just made more suicide squad films the guaranteed will though right because like that also made the money money at james gunn after because i I, I watched that again when i went on on this guy i still really liked that film yeah Yeah. because a good movie has anybody seen any of peacemaker 
Because again, some, some peacock is it? So you don't have access to that. No, it's on HBO Max. Oh fuck, of course and it's, it's, it's not it had a, a deal yet with a TV company or here yet. I think it's been last really checked. Last, last, last time uh, was that just give everybody free to download it illegally. I'm pretty sure that's the. Well, rule. that's where most people have been huh? yeah. You don't use an option to buy it. Fucking, what do you expect? That's unbelievable, man. Folk just nicking shit like that. You know, huh? yeah, it's good to say. The way it should be. Yeah, yeah, everyone should be involved talk, in this. Talking about Nick and shit. See the way that the soundtrack just batters you over the head with Ave Maria. Mm. That drove me nuts. I didn't mind that. Just batters you over the head with it. My only problem with that is that I've watched Step Brothers enough that as soon as they started singing it, like all I could think about was is that the way they sing at the end? When like no, they're looking at them going time to say goodbye, I don't know, or something like that. Race uh, it's drums, it's is it? It's the, right. Uh, Andrea Bocelli so. but it makes it even better in my life. I got the wrong song but I was still thinking of Bolton fucking Bolton. Step Brothers constantly it's like you turned into a unicorn yeah. but don't get me wrong like, I enjoyed it I think it's I think it's a good Batman film mm. I just don't think it's particularly amazing okay. but I do like though that going into it with no expectations see, result was always going to be a bonus see what you said in the last time we recorded this and like you put a post about it on the Facebook page and stuff about like how he could do more for Gotham as a billionaire Bruce Wayne rather than Batman yeah. I do like how this movie actually kind of addresses that the fact that like well his, with one, one line of the new mayor going oh your family used to give you loads of money how are you but, not and then he just brushes her off well <laughs> but like it kind of shows though that he just doesn't really fucking care about that <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like uh, do you know I think like you should be giving money <clears throat> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Rough funeral. Can but, we stop talking about money? Okay, fair enough. Because, because he's it bad man, he's not awkward weirdo. Fair, fair enough. And fair. at that point, like he might be doing stuff under the guise of protecting Gotham, yeah. but really he just wants to fucking hurt folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I like that, that it did actually kind of pay you know, they, they were like, Oh, you've got this money, why the fuck are you not helping folk? And he's just like, Yeah, I punch a gun. And then you get Catwoman going. You've got this money. Why are you helping folk? No, did she not say like she said? I, I, I she, couldn't remember the line. Sorry. She she basically says, "Hey, Bruce Wayne, and all those folk, all their money. Fuck that, man. They should be fucking helping us." She didn't say fuck, but yeah. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. But you know, she's like, and he's like, what, "What's what's wrong with Bruce Wayne?" So <laughs> upon watching it a second time, do you think that Paul Dano knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman? No, I think that's a double bluff. That's ridiculous. Uh, it's a it's a bluff. Um, it's good the way they tease it, but it's it, he totally doesn't, and I think Batman knows that because he that when, makes, when he realizes it's not him, he emerges from the shadows of say it right, mate. I'm safe. He's he's, he's no fucking. That's bad. ridiculous, then, man. Like the the Riddler is then just a fucking idiot. He's well, see, that's that's part of my issue with the the whole third act is that the Riddler, the character, loses a lot of his power because he is just. One of these four chan weirdos. Well, yeah, because that's kind of revealed in like when they watched last week. Like, hey guys, I just want to say that this has been a really good community yeah. and a family, and we're just—it's nice we're not alone now. Yeah, like, so oh, no, you're saying I, I no longer like, really was into the Riddler as a character because of that. Mm. It's now you're just a four chan weirdo. Fuck uh, I also find like the big payoff to the first scene with the carpet um, uh, thingy was like so so daft it's like oh man like that like he obviously thought about it far in advance he wanted the uh, batman to figure it out and then like you peel back the carpet and it's just a shitty drawing of gotham with some fucking fairy lights with some, some blinky lights <laughs> like, yeah. what? what all i can think just, about just in just in time for those bombs to go up all i can think about then was like 
See when he was like going to wash a mug and he's like steps up one of the lights. Oh fuck's sake, no again. <laughs> to replace like, the bulb, but it's like, why would you do that? Such a crap like what to pull back the curtain. What is it? Oh it's a, a shitty drawing. Mm. Brilliant. So the final fight is deep, man. <laughs> Pretty much. Big Mike Hager get him in bottom next. Mm. Hager for president. So final thoughts on the Batman, Danny. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, rate it. Out, out of five. <laughs> uh, four. Four. Maybe three point seven five. I know you don't know about that, but four. We don't really do. I don't know what's happening here. A seven and a half out of ten. So have a laugh. If you worked for IGN, what's, it, what's their skill? Copy uh, somebody else. Out of ten. You also, oh, you you'd get fired for that. If sure, IGN's a big shell company, so it's they don't get bad reviews. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're the Paul Ross of video games. Okay. <laughs> uh, like my favorite thing with IGN is that Jonathan's Yeah, he's never given a bad review for anything. <laughs> this one. Okay, uh, so it's just Dom for the cinema. Oh, like, Dom, what do you think of this utterly shit film? Oh, it's good. That's Battle Final Final thoughts on the Batman? I enjoyed it, right? Okay. On a, on a scale of one to DOA? Oh, I mean, how could, what? You, how could you compare like a, a decent thriller to the most perfect movie of all time? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite review of the Batman so far. Oh man, we should watch DOA. We should watch DOA, yeah. Um, if I was working for IGN, uh, 10 out of 10, magnificent, the Batman movie we've all been waiting for. If I was, that sounds pretty much like yeah, yeah. If I was working for the GFT, a triumph, seven out of ten. So there was, <laughs> there was a guy. I want to say it was like maybe maybe two years ago, or maybe three years ago at this point. But there was a guy for IGN who he reviewed. I want to say it was Dead Cells or something like that. It was like some video game, and then it came out. It was like some guy on Twitter was like, "This guy's just like." Watched my YouTube video uh, and yeah, then stole yeah. my review, and then he'll have it side by side. And it's like, no, even like a let me copy your homework. It's like, it's it is the same the fucking review. And like, when the guy got called out, it was like, what? That's it's just a reference. That's what everybody does. Like, he was like, no, it's no, like, he just yeah. he, like, he could not understand that he was in the wrong at all. Like, he posted like a pot, he got fired, but like, he posted apology videos. But the apology video was like, a, I don't understand why you guys are angry. It's like, I've done, like, I think he even said, like, I've done this loads of times or something. It just happened to me it was the first time we got caught. Like, he thought that's how people reviewed yeah, stuff, was wow. just to, like... Yeah, if I was Peter Bradshaw, The Guardian, it would be three out of five, a humorless, dark bore. Uh, if I was The Daily Mail, not enough white people, two out of five. <laughs> No, I feel like it's not the only comment. If it was a Daily Mail, they'd be happy there wasn't very many white people. That's a good oh, point, yes. You said you not not enough white people. Oh, no, that's what I said, yeah. Sorry, sorry, uh, I misheard. Careful now. Yeah. Careful. Uh, <laughs> I called that guy Felix because I keep thinking of a. Felix Slater from uh, What's his actual name? Jeffrey Wright. Three hours. <laughs> I, I liked your review there but yeah your review was just three hours as, mu- as much as I found the pace to kind of dive into the last kind of I'll say 45 minutes of it I didn't find that interesting it, the three hours it managed to go the three hours without me without it overstaying its welcome mm-hmm. I was still by the end of it going right okay I'm not 
I've not sat here too long that I'm bored or I wanted it to end. It no, just, I, I, it I, felt, was... it felt a, right, a, a decent length. Yeah, it could have been probably a half hour shorter. I'll give you that. But did you yeah, did fine. you at any point like seeing the sequence when he gives Catwoman the contact lenses and she goes to the club? Uh, did you notice anything weird with the audio at that point? Um, did they not do a bit where you could it was you could hear it as if it's what one of them are hearing, so it's supposed to be like a kind of your PC, your PC feedback. But, feedback. but did you hear like really shrill interference during that? I don't think so. No, did you hear it the second time you watched it? No, no, no. Like, were, you look, were you looking out for it after me? Uh, like it? you, wait, the way you mentioned it, it sounds as if it was unbearable. It so was, I, but I never heard it that time we watched it, and there I was like, I never even noticed this it. thing. Like, like. He nearly stood See, up and left. Like I almost walked out the fucking cinema because it was like it was such a shrill, like in your fucking head, get this to fucking stop noise. Did you have like, a stroke? I, I must have done. Like <laughs> I was saying to Danny, I was like, "What the fuck is that noise?" And Danny was like, "What noise?" I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like my head feels like it's about to explode. I, like, I said, "What the fuck are you talking?" About? I was like, "Like, go to the point where it was like, is this in the film?" And I was like, looking a bit. Let's just like kept looking at the fucking our phone, like. What the fuck is making this unbearable noise, man? Like, yeah, I didn't want to fucking talk about them. Nah, it was so bad. Fucking you unbearable. You go watch it again and see. Yeah. I, mean, see I, I think though, like, you'll go to be like scanners. Ah! <laughs> was it no like at some point later on though? You there did. Was a, there was a, there was some kind of noise, like a shrill kind of thing, but yeah. it only lasted for like a second. That you heard that one. I think there were the real element. There were elements of the soundtrack which did punctuate scenes. No, this this was like a constant for a good fucking five or ten minutes. Just okay. <laughs> it's like I, I honestly, I, I was so close to just walking out of the screen because I was like, I can't fucking if that noise is going to be there for any length of time, I just cannot be in this room. Hmm. Anybody yeah. listening at home, man? If you made it this far, did you hear a fucking <laughs> shrill noise in the nightclub scene in Batman? Right. So, what, what, have we got any uh, decent films coming out soon? Oh, I've watched Pixar's Turning Red, the new Pixar film that How was went it? on Disney Plus this week. I found it really boring, to be honest. But so, I, next week. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm not, I'm not going to rattle on about it. I'm just going to say that look, the internet seems to be in love with this film in the way that they were all in love with Frozen and Moana. I've literally seen nobody speak about this. Mm, I've seen loads Not of one person. We must follow different Twitter circles. I don't go to your Twitter, so um, maybe that's what it is. So everybody's been, oh, it's, it's a beautiful film, it's, it's, ma- it's magic, I've, I've cried, and things like that at the end of it. And it's like, I, I just found it really bland, to be honest. It felt like a lot of, a lot of the storyline felt like stuff which was treaded, the boards have treaded before with Pixar. That it's all a coming of age film, and it's all about like being yourself and uh, kind of breaking away from the the kind of rules which have been set upon you. Uh, very much, very similar. I quite, think to like, stand Bra- up, like Brave, uh, but quite standard fare for like a lot of yeah. And I just I, I don't know. I just did not. When Last when was the last time you watched a Pixar film and genuinely thought? That was fucking great. Soul. Soul. Like, I thought Soul was amazing. I thought Soul cool. was good, but like, I didn't think it was like... Mind-blowing. Aye. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Well, I, I would say it's one of the best. I think the, the last time... That. 
the last time I thought there was like a genuinely brilliant Pixar film, I think was the first Incredibles movie. Monsters University. Yeah, Monsters University is fantastic. Was fine. What the fuck are you talking about? It wasn't as good as Monsters Inc. Toy Story. Toy Story Three again was good, but like. I think I just prefer Monsters Inside Out. I after rewatching it, I might be in the same boat. Yeah, I like the, I think the concept the Inside Out a lot, but like I thought the actual film itself wasn't right. Okay, stand out. I just feel like Pixar is I like they're they're riding their previous successes still. Yeah, at this point it's like. They've got that kind of like everybody kind of thinks of them in the way that they think of Nintendo. Yes, yeah, so like, okay, right, okay. They, they haven't really done anything top tier. I don't think in like a long time. Well, I, th- I think that a lot of their films all follow the same. Well, they all follow the same formula, and vast majority of them, when you break them down, all the themes are pretty much the same. Right. And a lot of them, um, Soul was good though. Yeah, Soul Soul was good. But it's, it's true what you're saying. Like Onward wasn't that great. I wasn't that into Luca. Turning Red has done nothing for I mean, me. We're going back a fair bit here, but like the Good Dinosaur was like good dinosaur fucking was forgettable. Was man. Like all the cars, Toy Story Four was very yeah. good. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Incredibles Two like had came out after Avengers had done so much stuff uh, and failed to make a movie about a team of superheroes. Like even slightly compelling, but when the first film was excellent, I just I, don't know. I, I never ever liked the uh, Incredibles one. It was one that I, I just could not get into. Yeah. Oh well. So Pixar's done. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. On that um, incredible conclusion. <laughs> uh, bye. So like if there's if there's no, major, <laughs> oh, let's just leave it. There. I shouldn't have spoke. Yeah. Just left it at bye. Still leave it a bye. Bye bye.